dreams lately. What dreams? Well, well if you're gonna dream, dream big, right? It's just a dream. It's just a dream. It's just a dream. Dream. This is your dream. I've been dreaming. I've been dreaming, guys. Dreaming. Guys, I'm so sick of things being done to me that I want to do things again. One bike burning a year and at least a, a, a couple massive music and comedy festivals. I'm saying that kind of tongue-in-cheek. Don't think I've lost my mind and went uh, totally berserk. Do you know the Berserkers were actually the Bear Clan back in the day? It was the Bear Clan were called the Berserkers. Okay, what are we going to talk about today? Um, Apparently yesterday's stream about demons, a lot of people really resonated with. And I even was like at a store I go to all the time here, and the guy working there was like, bro, that demon stream, 100%. And I was like, what? And I was getting all these DMs from people that never even write to me. And they're like, dude, you, that, that's exactly what I've been battling. My This one woman told me that her husband had her listen to my stream because she has this running voice in her head. And I'm not saying you're crazy at all. It's super common. That's just like giving her anxiety and doesn't let her sleep at night. And just to understand what the gin are. Um, is pretty incredible. And the Jerry Marzinski, I think, really helped people also understand that we're in a spiritual realm. And when I'm referencing Islam a lot, it's not because I'm some... Uh, I know some people have been trained to think that that's, uh, like, uh, that that's anti-Christian or anti-American or whatever. I'm just looking at people that understand how to keep out the demons. And Christianity has a strong tradition of that. But it's obviously been compromised. And if you don't admit that it's been compromised, um, you know, I don't trust you. <laughs> but today we're going to uh, we're going to have we're going to have some laughs. I wrote an ode to the black dad today saying that's a lie is a great idea. Yeah. And somebody was like making fun of me, rightfully so on Twitter, because I don't really have a strong inner monologue. I do use it though. Like I can think in words and, you know, figure out what I'm going to talk about on this, on the stream. I can even do other people's voices in my head and try to write dialogue, but it's like a tool. It's not me, you know? And he was like, when you're just looking out the window, is it just blank? And in my mind, I'm like, when you're looking out the window or you, you're just listening to a voice that is just like conniving. <laughs> yeah, it's blank. I'm just looking out the window. 
Do you have a voice being like, oh, look at that oak tree. I bet I could cut it down and fucking sell its parts. And I'm like, what are you thinking? Like, do you, do you just have a voice that's always up to something in your head? <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm susceptible to everything everyone else is. But I think more in pictures and in um, feelings, which can be manipulated, obviously. But it's not, it's not, it's more visual. You know, it's not just like a dude talking that sounds like me. Massively compromised. They don't even want to acknowledge demons or anything of the devil. Just say the magic words and squirt, squirt. You're saved by the man in the dress. I'm so glad you see that Italian bear. Um, Yeah, and a lot more people are seeing it. I mean, to the point where I'm starting to think that the revelation around Israel is so massive that it almost seems like it might be part of a a bigger script. Like, doesn't it almost feel like, because something is allowing normies to see how fucked up Israel is. All right. Like I'll show you some examples. Now I'll get into some uh, funny stuff. Like even these Freudian slips on CNN, like watch this. That we are not targeting anyone else in Gaza, but civilians. Hamas is cynically, uh, but rather, but rather uh, uh, terrorists, of course. Uh, Okay. So this is happening constantly. I'll show you. Just a couple examples from minimal research. We are not targeting anyone else in Gaza but civilians. Hamas is cynically, but rather... Okay, so they're they're doing this a lot now. And these Freudian slips are very easy to avoid. You know, like every now and then you'll, you'll, me- you'll uh, mess up a name. Or if you're talking about a dude and then you talk about a woman, you might say she or he. But... This is crazy. Like, watch this one. Uh, I think the demons walk amongst us, and we're about to uh, analyze it. Today's going to have some gravy. Uh, since uh, October the 7th, uh, the focus uh, at the moment is uh, on the other side. Mm. Uh, people are trying to suggest that there is some sort of uh, moral equivalence. There is no moral equivalence. We are not the victims. Sorry, we are the victims. We are not the aggressor. Sorry. We are the victims. Oh, my bad. Sorry about that. Uh, So they're saying, like, they're constantly flubbing, flubbing. And I would like you to tell me in the comment section of Rumble, because this is not an appropriate discussion on Bertari Times app. Or you could write me letters, P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Is this demons fucking with them? Or, Or what is going on with that? Like, what do you, what do you think? Or do you think the truth is just really hard to hide and they're just saying it? Cause this is not, these are not normal flubs. I talk for three hours every day without a script every single day. And the trolls and the, and the entities can make their little, um, their little highlight videos about every time I've said something that they perceive as crazy. And it takes years for them to get like five minutes of material. Can you imagine if you have like one eight minute speech, like one, and all you have to do is say, we're the victims, but instead you say, we're not the victims. All you have to say is we're bombing Hamas, but instead you say we're bombing civilians and everyone knows you are bombing civilians. Why? You know, like what's the next layer of this shit? And then I talked about Anubis recently, and I just want to show you guys something quite chilling and interesting about Snoop Dogg, who I believe is representing Anubis. Okay, so this is what Anubis looks like. 
And when you look at Snoop Dogg, the imagery around Snoop Dogg, he is clearly Anubis. Like, he has his uh, music videos from MTV, which is a lot more than just music growing up. They would be him morphing into Doberman Pinchers. And Doberman Pinchers are the closest thing to Anubis. Right? It's like a Doberman Pinscher meets a man. And, of course, Snoop Dogg, despite being... He used to make porn. Literally make porn. And he's been accused of multiple murders. Um, total gangster. Brags about stealing, raping, everything. Uh, but he's not only allowed on Airbnb, and I'm not, or YouTube or anything. He's in mass rituals constantly. He's Canubis, Yeah. Okay, now think about some of his lyrics. And normal, if you just said this to a normie, they just green screen. Okay, and I'm not anti-normie. I think a lot of normies are cooler than a lot of truthers because they don't have a victim mentality. Okay? Rolling down the street smoking endo, sipping on gin and juice, with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Gin... It's interesting that they chose that because growing up, we had never drank in gin and juice. It was not a common thing. So J-I-N-N and J-E-W-S, gin and juice. And you might think, oh, Big Bear, you're just seeing shit where it doesn't belong. Really? Has anyone ever heard of anyone drinking vodka and orange juice? Vodka and OJ, maybe a screwdriver? Nobody was drinking gin, which is the same name as a demon, J-I-N-N, which is why, you know, liquor is called spirits. It's not accidental that gin is called gin, which is the Islamic name for demons. It's not, they're not just bad, but a lot of them, there's like a whole hierarchy of them. And they're like tricksters and entities and all this shit. So gin, when you drank gin, you let in the spirits. That's why you buy Spirits called gin, gin and juice with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Oh, Big Bear, you're just seeing stuff. I'm not like that's literally spellcraft. Now, do I do I know if someone's responsible for it? Is somebody writing it in a back room? Is the head of Columbia records know what they're doing or are people just simply motivated by unseen forces which is what i think is actually happening okay that's more what i think is happening because i don't know if you guys have seen uh like basically body snatched people and there's been some recently in my life that are it's like mind-blowing there's a pattern what happens is they get publicly embarrassed and they can't retreat And then they just start acting in a way that is nothing like the guy you knew. Okay, like victim, it's all, everything's an attack. No matter what you say, it's an attack. You're trying to hurt me. You're you're just trying to hurt me. It's the same fucking script. Almost like it's not the person doing it. And then they say, they, and then everything is about, about being a victim. About being like, uh, being offended. You know, like someone you've joked around with about Hitler literally will the next day, if they go through this process of revelation, will start acting like you're racist, offensive, and that they've been victimized by your words. 
and that everything's an attack and that they and then everything's negative everything's upside down and and it appears like there's no way like that person is just self-destructing because in the past I didn't quite see the spiritual layer to this look into John Todd okay because like in the past, I was like, okay, what is so-and-so up to? What are they trying to do? Are they secretly, like, I, I would think that because I'm assuming they're not just like gone. And like, I'll show you a scene in a movie where trauma leads to the evacuation of the person. This is uh, a scene in a movie called Batman. The Batman. Okay, where is it? And then we'll get funny. I'm not just going to be intense all day today. But it seems like uh, these things uh, really resonate with a lot of people. All right, where the hell is it? Oh, here it is. The Batman. Okay, we all know this scene that have seen this movie. So this is Scarecrow. Dr. Crane isn't here right now. Would you like to make an appointment? So he experiences extreme trauma. So that isn't really that demon he's look he's looking at. So he's for those of you that don't know the movie, I mean I'm pretty sure this is uh, everyone's seen the movie, but that guy Dr. Scarecrow was putting something in the water supply. Oh, that made everyone all their fears appear all over the place. And I think this happens a lot more than people want to admit that their inner fears are projected out onto the world. And so when you look at someone that was just your friend or somebody you know, and you see uh, an enemy, you're, you're, you're like kind of gone, like you're kind of gone, you know, and there's a, a chemical thing that people can do that. Uh, but see, I don't think that I don't think it's as chemical as people think. It's just like gin, like the alcohol, what's in the spirits. Oh, Borbear, you're here. I was just analyzing how Snoop Dogg is Anubis. Sipping on gin, J-I-N-N, and Jews. Okay? Anyway, we're moving on. But I just wanted to catch you up. I know you're black and you used to live in Los Angeles. Anyway, so... Um, retards. So what was I just, what was I just talking about? Uh, with, the, with the demonic... Okay, so when you take a drug or an alcohol or something, it, what I think happens is it can let in other entities like acid or DMT or whatever, methamphetamines. And so, uh, and don't get me wrong, like there's a couple things that I understand, like small amounts of psilocybin, uh, like in tea or something that a lot of people swear by it. I've had small amounts of psilocybin and you just feel kind of warm. Um, you know, it's like with some lion's mane or something. Like I, I get it. Like I, if something's totally natural, and it exists in nature and you can consume small amounts of it without any effect on your mind, but it just, there's like a healing property. I, I'm not like, like I'm, I'm open-minded in a sense to some of these things where people, uh, you know, and I, I know what a small amount of psilocybin feels like, and it doesn't feel intoxicating It more. It's like similar in effect to caffeine, which people have no problem drinking every day, but if you're tripping balls or if you're like hallucinating, that's not a hallucination. You're tuning into another frequency in a spirit realm, in my opinion. It's like 
DMT trips, people talk about the same fucking things that they see. That's another realm. You know, these like jesters and little, uh, like I've never done that or anything, but it's like these, these little elves and shit. And they're describing the same thing. Same with methamphetamines. Like they'll start describing shadow people with green eyes and they like say and do the same shit. And like uh, my buddy, Pat wild med bear, that was the medic at the, uh, at the festival that we did that whole stream on his history. He used to be a crack addict in uh, Oakland and how he has witnessed demons and how he got out of it and how he's crushing. He has a very strong mustache. He fights wildfires. He's a great guy. You're never too far gone. Um, and not only are you never too far gone, you can come back from wherever you are and learn from that. It's just the farther down the rabbit hole you go, the harder it is to get out. But, you know, the idea of a cloned person, I think it's spiritual. I don't think they're making bodies. If anything, I think the only cloning that happens is like they'll make a cadaver that has similar organs to you that you can use as you age. Like I bet like billionaires probably have access to a technology where uh, they take your DNA, they create a human that's like dead but they're just growing organs that can match your body. Like, I think that's probably possible, but I don't think, and I do think body doubles happen all the time. Like especially with uh, presidents, really powerful people. It's a fact, like that's not even up for debate. They do do body doubles, but cloning, I don't think it happens the way people think. I think people can shift spiritually to a point where you're like, that's not the same guy anymore. I've pierced the veil multiple times. It's not a good time. Don't. So it, yeah, yeah. Well, there are some people that have claimed that they needed to, to heal. Like I know a couple vets that I still understand. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they've been through so much trauma that they swear by that, uh, like that, that their, their journey with psychedelics has factually helped them. And I don't, challenge that because I don't know what they've gone through and they do seem really good. Like gravy seal, for example, is a great guy. Like we still talk all the time, very stable, sweet, honest, you know, and so great. But like most of those guys, I think they're full of shit, like ground, like grounded extracts in those guys where they're like, Oh, it's the only way I could have healed is just tripping balls all the time. And then they go fucking psychotic. Uh, it's not something to play around with. And last year, like, at the end of the road where you really need to heal. But I highly recommend going the religious path. You know, like um, uh, even if it's Jerry Marzinski or strict Islam or strict biblical Christianity, I, in my opinion, works a lot better than, uh, than uh, any chemical. But... I don't want to sound judgy to people that like, I have a friend who like was shot in the head. And so what he's had to go through to get out of that is his journey. And I respect him tremendously. And, uh, I don't, those aren't the people I'm criticizing. I'm talking about the people that, um, I'm talking about the people that are just like, you know, I'm a little bored with Tina. Let's fucking trip balls. You're playing with, you're playing with serious issues, man. You're like, you're changing the dial. And I'm not talking like caffeine or like 
tiny amounts of psilocybin or a little wine from a local vineyard. I'm talking about you're fucking changing yourself. And sometimes people don't seem to come back where they let shit in them inside of them that just changes them. And although morally and theoretically, I believe everyone can come back. I've seen some people where I'm like, what the fuck happened to that guy? Like their whole personality has gone. No more. One telltale sign is no more sense of humor. If you want to, if you want to uh, figure out whether or not you're talking to a fucking demonic entity or not, the human that they're in d- no longer sees humor. Like they don't even understand humor. They can't laugh. They take everything really offensively and seriously. Italian Bear says you have to be careful with meditation. Even yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, like open yourself up to what as Vox always says. When you and when you void your body, as when doing transcendental meditation, you open yourself up for demon center. Yeah, uh, Christopher Gardner warns people of that. He said he used to do these like really intense meditations and he said that like a really bad fucking spirit hopped in there and he's like, don't fuck around with that. He's like, don't even go to India. <laughs> and that's why I trust Gardner is because like the guy being puppeted wouldn't be able to say that. They'd just be like, how dare you? Like they don't like if you've gone through some shit like Italian bear, I'm pretty sure he's probably done some very illegal things for a hey, gang ish situation if you go through it and you get out you can be like yeah that was fucked up right and then i like i feel more at ease with you if you're just like how dare you i never did anything wrong you're like who's in there right now you understand what i'm saying or like somebody could could take a ton of ayahuasca be in india have a fucked up spirit jump in them and be like don't do that that was the craziest fucking thing i've ever done and you're like Okay, but if they're just like, you, sir, you're like, ooh, you're, you're like a demon now. LSD seems to be less intense and demonic than DMT. Well, one of my friends said something really funny. She goes, uh, I tried LSD. She goes, it just feels like the CIA. <laughs> it's so true. She's like, it, it just felt like the CIA. And yeah. I would recommend staying. Okay. Theoretically, everything on this earth was given by God for a purpose in some quantity. That's how I view it. So, you know, coca leaf tea, which I've never had, but it sounds great. Uh, Great. You know, small amounts, small amounts of uh, caffeine with like a coffee bean or whatever. Great. Uh, Even, you know. Uh, a mushroom grows on your cow patty at psilocybin. You have a tiny little bit. You feel you're just a little warm and just like nice. Fine. Okay. Everything can be abused, including water. Like you can overdose on fucking water. So that's the whole thing is about fine tuning. Like kombucha has alcohol in it. You know, grape juice. You ferment it a little bit. So it lasts longer. A little bit of alcohol in there. I'm great. I'm not, I'm actually relatively liberal when it comes to the idea of a natural substance affecting you a little bit. Because, I mean, eating too much fat affects you a little bit. Try eating elk balls. You'll get a fucking boner more than Viagra. You ever eat elk balls? You ever just eat an elk's balls? Okay, moving on. But anyway, Rogan can overdose on a thimble of water. 
God did forbid that one tree, so not everything. Uh, I've done some drugs, but I always avoided the tripping drugs that took control. Sounds awful. Yeah, but I mean, is eating elk's balls, you know, you're like, is that, is that a drug or do you just eat a fucking pair of balls? All right, what was I just talking about? I don't remember. I got, I got completely sidetracked. I can move on now. Funniest guy I knew turned really weird and now has an awkward humor that only he laughs at. Yeah, yeah, just watch out for that shit. You know, it's like there, is, there are these like moments when you're like, you're a different guy now. And they're like, no, you just cut me. So you, so you. And you're like, oh my God. It's like uh, the same dude is in you now. And what I'm saying might sound crazy to materialist secularists, even Christian secularists, but it's like the history of humans always, always knew about this. Like, you know what Gargoyle's original purpose was? Like, you see these beautiful old castles. The gargoyle was to keep out bad spirits. And they took it so fucking seriously that they'd pay a dude to sculpt that for, like, it would take years to get this scary-ass gargoyle. Like, ah. And they did that because they're like, that will keep the fucking gin out of our castle. Do you think they were all just stupid? Like, the people building those castles, do you feel that superior to them because you have Costco and pornography? Come on. I paid the price for my drug use and I'm still paying, says Metsimus Bear. Kava is terrible. It literally numb your tongue after two or more coconut cup-sized drinks. Poor elk needed their balls. Are you trying to hurt me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway, let, let's get a little funny. That was... Let me just... I'm just going to... I just saw my wife leave. I'm just going to call and make sure everything's good. Just give me one second. I'm going to play you guys a... Uh, a video. This is really funny. Oh, hey, love. I just, are you guys good? Okay, cool. What's that? What's George doing? Did you, did you bring him into the barn? Did you, where is George now? breath inside profile take a deep breath in and deep breath deep breath in deep breath deep breath in and deep breath in and cover practice all right take a deep breath in and all right that's super funny i uh what's this a minute let me just run outside real quick and make sure george is not spiraling uh, I really want one of these. This is like a methane thing. This is a methane digester, and it's my favorite system here at our land lab. It gives us two hours of cooking fuel a day and gives us liquid fertilizer, and we no longer have to rely on store-bought gas. We first start by filling it up with 1,200 liters, or 317 gallons, of water. We then add cow manure, which gives it anaerobic bacteria. Once the initial setup is done, we then add one and a half gallons of food scraps a day. That can be anything from vegetable scraps to bones. The best input, though, are starches. The bacteria... 
then breaks down all the organic matter that we put inside of it. This creates natural methane. The methane collects in the top bag, but first it goes through a carbon filter, which takes care of the odor. To pressurize the methane gas, sandbags are built into the system to weigh it down. We can now turn a valve on, which will send the methane to our cooktop stove. The one and a half gallons of organic waste gives us two hours of cooking fuel a day. Everything else that's not turned into methane is turned into liquid fertilizer, which we give to our plants. This system helps prevent six tons of CO2 emissions a year. I want one of those. Very cool. All right. Let's do a little bit about, uh, about black dads. So this is what I wrote about black dads. And then we will uh, continue with our talk of demons. The coolest thing about being a black dad is you can name your kid Pepsi Marijuana Robinson. And people congratulate you for simply not killing him in the womb. Hang on, let me get a good song going. Hang on, one second. Wait a second. <laughs> this is going to be great. Uh... The coolest thing about being a black dad is you can name your kid Pepsi Marijuana Robinson. And people congratulate you for simply not killing him in the womb and act like you're an awesome parent. Being black must seriously feel like every day is your birthday when everyone just lets you do anything you want. If a black dad simply doesn't get arrested for a violent felony, he's seen as a hero. White dads are criticized for their kid explaining to other kids that Santa Claus is a PSYOP, meant to get you comfortable with the NSA. A black dad can literally rob the mall Santa, and as long as he quotes Martin Luther King Jr. while he's being arrested, they will let him go. Call him a hero, and his TikTok will blow up, making him famous amongst liberal white women. What a life they have. Okay. It's so true, though. Hey, Black Lady Bear. Did you hear my ode to black dads? You want to hear it again? All right. uh, Look at them. Even when they steal, they're congratulated. Black Lady Bear, you want to hear it again? The coolest thing about being a black dad is you can name your kid Pepsi Marijuana Robinson. And people congratulate you simply for not killing old Pepsi in the womb. And they act like you're an awesome parent. Being black must seriously feel like every day is your birthday, when everyone just lets you do anything you want. If a black dad simply does not get arrested for a violent felony, he's seen as a goddamn hero. White dads, on the other hand, are criticized for their kids simply explaining to other kids that Santa Claus is a lie and a psyop meant to get you comfortable with the NSA. A white dad at that point isn't allowed to go to other white dad barbecues. But not a black dad. A black dad can literally rob them all Santa and sexually violate them. But as long as he quotes Martin Luther King Jr. while being arrested... They will let him go. Call him a hero. Make a statue in his name and give him his very own TikTok account. 
that is now becoming very popular amongst white liberal cunts. What a life they have. The black dad. All right, I made a few uh, improvements the second round. Those fucking black dads. You have to play gin and juice. Asian dad commits dishonor if his son does not become doctor. It's very true. Okay, so anyway, I wanted to look at how happy he is. Pepsi marijuana is a thirst creator and mutilator. To be fair, they do have to steal with black moms. Kyneton Super Chats. It's been 35 minutes. Kyneton doesn't give a shit if I make a living. He doesn't care. Because he always gets half no matter what. And he has a real job too, unlike me. Old Big Bear doesn't have a nice job as a mathematician. With health care and fucking stability. Like old Coddington. Old Big Bear has to make money as Kyneton passes the fucking hat around the people. As I give them joy, laughter, insights, and they can understand demonic possession. Enter be streamed out live slash app slash Owen Benjamin comedy. Rockfin, the voice is real. Well, going, well, getting a uh, SIGs last year out of nowhere, I thought I want a cigarette. Then quickly realized that it wasn't me thinking that it was the addiction. Odd experience. When you first realize that addictions manifest or mimic themselves as thoughts. Excellent. Born again, bear. The Jewish Encyclopedia in 1903 states, oh, here we go. Wait till I'm about to show you guys how fucked up the creation of Israel was in a second. Connington, make sure you put that in the title because it's going to be like a major part of this. Jews are more subject to diseases of the brain and nervous system than other races and people among which they dwell. Some physicians of experience among the Jews have gone so far as to state that most of them are neuroasthemic. Hysterical and schizophrenic. Perhaps these are simply demons. Yeah, it's from childhood trauma and inbreeding. It's seriously so easy to understand if you're just not lying to yourself. They traumatize each other as little kids. That's why there's so much pedophilia in the Jewish world. And they inbreed to consolidate wealth. Openly. They brag about it. So they, they have a genetic lineage that's fucking insane. You know, like Freud and... Um, Freud and Edward Bernays were uh, double cousins on both sides of their family. Okay? Albert Einstein married his cousin twice. Fucking crazy. Okay? And one of Albert Einstein's kids was so retarded from the inbreeding that they put her in a, um, they had to put her in an institution. And then Albert Einstein fucked like five Russian spies. Look into it, dude. It's all totally out there in the open. Joshua says, I, su- I suspect if one thinks in words, apparently this is inner monologue, it actually slows one's processing speed down. If one had to convert one's thoughts into language, you're splitting your brain processing between two tasks instead of just one. Yeah, I think it's one reason why I'm so quick, is I don't think. I don't think in words. Uh, I thought about that because when I did Tower Gang, the boys, much love boys, we're really enamored by how fast I am, like how quick I am at riffing. And uh, it's true. I'm remarkably fast. Why? It's kind of like, Vo- I, I was, I was going to ask Vox about this because he's a really, really fast reader. And I want to know, does he fucking read with a voice in his head? 
Because that would be weird. If it was like, the Jewish encyclopedia, Jews are Mars, or is it just like you're just consuming it? Like, do you, do you think the words? Because I, I think that I'm so quick because I don't think in words. I think that's a great observation, Joshua. Bike Guy says, Jacob's ladder in Isaiah explains our humiliation events. To go up the ladder, we face a humiliating event and choose God, or we choose more power in Babylon. To go to the lowest level is to sit with the king of Babylon. The highest level is to sit with God. I love that. I love that. Shades Bear, hey, BB, I've canceled my subscription to Twitter because it's a shithole. Here's the five bucks I would have spent on it. Cheers. Thank you, Shades Bear. Uh, Re- revelation, not revolution. Exactly. You're getting it. Land on Bear. My mom suggests there were certain demons associated with certain substances. Pattern recognition. Yeah, definitely. Land on Bear. His name is Snoop Marijuana Dog Pepsi Mountain Dew Gin Retard McNig Dog. I think you just uh, revealed his real identity. All right. Anti-Semitic Brady Bunch is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not saying I'm the fastest draw in the West. But I'm wondering if fast improv guys uh, or musicians that can riff really quickly, like, do you think, do you think with words or do you uh, just, are you just pure instinct? Are you just, do you just crush? Baruch Bear. Hi, Owen. I've been listening since around the Leonardo DiCaprio episode, and it's been a great ride. Can you please play No Hard Feelings by the Evett Brothers? It's about dying with no hard feelings. Uh, no, but I'm definitely going to listen to the song. I love that. Yeah, unauthorized.tv, five bucks a month, exactly. All right, so let's get into... Uh, uh, all right, because I don't understand how people don't see how fucking stupid this is. So here's Palestinians transport a captured Israeli civilian from... Kibbutz Kfar Azah near the Gaza border to the Gaza Strip on October 7th. Okay. It's beardless. It's, it's beardless Muslims in a golf cart with a ghost ho- holding a can of shaving cream. Okay. Okay. Those aren't Muslims. Those are, okay. I'll put it this way. They're not practicing Muslims. They're in a fucking golf cart and they're transporting a ghost. How do you not see that? Like, how does, so then I start thinking like, how does someone think that's like a real event, you know? And that's why I know that there is an element of humor to the uh, demons, to the djinn. Some of them are straight up humiliation comics, like the show Punk that I was on, where they really, really like seeing people humiliate themselves. And I was talking to my friend today about the uh, theology behind the devil and God. So it's very similar to Vox Day's book, Corporate Cancer. All right. So in Islam, they call the devil or Satan the envious one, you know, in Christianity, the accuser. It's all the same behavior, you know. And so the envious one is, is a good way to think of the devil because envy is one of the quickest ways for an opening to demonic possession. That's why the Muslims have a phrase. I actually wrote it down. It's really cool. Um. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Marsh, Marsha Allah Tabarak Allah. It means, it basically means God is perfect. So whatever you have is because God is perfect because, and so Christians that practice Christianity, they will look at someone doing really well or having a beautiful family. And they say, Oh, you know them by their fruits. That means you are blessed. You are serving God. And I can see that in your blessings. And that's a way to 
um, protect yourself from the envious one, okay? Where if you look and go, what, what about me? I deserve more. Yes, sir, right? It's the same fucking demon. So, and it can infect anybody. Somebody could be like, yeah, but I'm living in a goddamn uh, trailer and you're, you, it's like, dude, everybody, I used to do open mics with people that knew I was right, shit on me in public and now have eight Netflix specials, like Theo Vaughn. You don't think I could be like, yeah, motherfucker, dude, I'll get to that. I'm using Theo as an example. I'm going to play a video from back in the day with him. Just so you know, there is no way out of being the envious one. Once you, if you have that mentality, nothing you're given will get you out of that upside down. Nothing. You're like, you're in the demonic realm. Okay. You could get a billion dollars and you'll be like, well, why won't everyone fuck each other in the ass? Like that's what George Soros does. You know, it's like, there is no way out. Like once you think like that, you're fucked. Um, all right. So anyway, what are we talking about? Yep, it's definitely here in Toronto. What are you guys talking about? Marijuana is now causing psychotic episodes in users. Yeah, yeah. That's why if you use any substance at all to change or alter your mood, if anybody drinks coffee, they have to acknowledge that that is what that is. What I recommend to avoid demonic openings is you have to make it yourself or it has to be local or you have to grow it. Because other than that, you don't know what the fuck it is. Okay? So if you, you know, like cannabis or whatever, if you grow it yourself, or I just don't recommend buying the shit from anybody else. Your own sin brings you, that you don't like trust or is local or whatever. Uh, Sally, my neighbor has showcased this when he ran out of it. Yeah, but it's definitely here in Toronto. Oh, they put fentanyl in it. Yeah. I think you have to give back what you're gained under that spirit to get away with it, away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about that too. I think about why I'm so happy. And I'm not always happy. Like I can be a dick. Like I had to apologize to my wife today. Um, like we got in a, a slight argument and I was like, sorry for being a little aggro. Like I'm not just like this, this, you know, fucking spring breeze all the time. But overall, I'm incredibly happy. Like I believe that like, I can't believe how great my life is. And, uh, and I think part of that is because the shit that Hollywood gave me, they took back. And at the time it bothered me, but it's kind of like how I got out. You know, like, let's say you're living in, it's like the Job story. You know, it's like, if you've been given all this attention and notoriety and you have a big name in a, in a industry and you're like, you can make money doing like nothing. Like I I've, I've been paid like 25 grand to just hold a product just like for like literally 30 seconds. That's insane. Okay. And uh, all that was taken back and more like they not only took back my notoriety, they like slandered my name and accused me of things I, I was not and made people think I was like evil, like people that I trusted. And, uh, at the time, it was quite hurtful, but I think it's what set me free. It's like, that's why I'm not burdened, you know, by that, by my past, because it got taken back. How strong was weed in the 60s versus today, I wonder? Little Bear Tire says, Deep State Bear, the desire to have a dopamine rush becomes the Pandora's box. Yeah. Hey, Trial Jew Bear's here. Speaking of the Jews, 
Let's take a look at how Israel was founded. You want to see some fucking psychos? And this is not all Jews, obviously. But I just want to show this. How do I put this? Okay, before I do this, because some people are going to get really angry, I'm going to show you this cartoon. We are not Netanyahu. We are not Hamas, right? And so you have innocent people all over the place that are part of this script now, and they're just like, Jesus, right? And then some people would say, but Hamas is doing everything good. No, Hamas is a brand. A brand can't do anything. China doesn't do anything. There is no China when you're describing intent. China is a collection of people who identify as Chinese and they have a country, which is a corporation like China LLC. All right. So Hamas isn't a guy. One trick a lot of people uh, make is they'll be like, Nike does this or like the left. Okay. Who? Right. That's why it's so important to isolate incidents and say, okay, This guy raped a woman and killed her. Not Hamas, that guy. Now, who is backing that guy? You're now part of that crime. That's why I always tell people, don't verbally consent to evil. Because that's how they get you in. When you're like, man, Hamas, what Hamas is doing is great, okay? So one person might hear you say that and they're like, yeah, definitely. You know, they've been oppressed for so long since 1948. And, you know, you've taken away any ability to have a sit down conversation. They're going to have to resort to violent means. And I see it as women. Okay. Another person hears that and they hear raped, murdered woman is good. And this is why brands are so dangerous to people when it comes to spellcraft. And I know a thing or two about spellcraft. Hamas was created by Israel to fight the PLO in the 80s. Whether or not they're doing things that you perceive are good or not, the head of the Palestinian Hamas and Netanyahu were both at the World Economic Forum together. Their little headshots are right next to each other. So when you're, defa- like in your mind, you see a Palestinian child being blown up, and so you're rooting for that. Your heart goes to that. Uh, but then they'll go, Hamas. Or like the right, the left, you know, BLM, blah, blah, blah. That's why Netanyahu, now that's a man. And so when you have a man saying Arabs are rats, and that man has a, uh, and that's why they, they never quote a Hamas guy because they don't have them saying anything. You understand? So like, that's why there is no like uh, figurehead of Hamas that, that you just keep seeing clips of because they're not actually condoning rape and uh, murder. Now, would you like to see who does condone rape and murder? Here is a little video about the birth of Israel. Let's see here. Civilians, victims. All right, here we go. Birth of a nation, Israel, 1948. These are actual interviews with the people who founded Israel. <laughs> In the War of Independence, we knew one simple thing. It's either me or them. A state is seized by the sword. That's what my father told me. Okay, so at first you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, the right of conquest. You take a country by force, right? No problem, right? Yeah, Yiddish. Of course we killed them, says a guy who looks like a broken penis head. We killed them. And you're still like, yeah, you know, in war, people get killed. 
Without remorse. Okay, so now you're starting to get a little more, a little more insane. And these are real men that were part of the slaughter of the Palestinians to, to form Israel. What the fuck do you think they're doing now? If you killed, you did a good thing, okay? It's just, yeah, not only are they proud of it, they're smiling. I was willing to kill. I didn't talk to anyone about it, says guy with a evil mustache. What about your wife? I assume you lived with her for many years. You didn't talk about her? I never told her. What would I tell her, that I was a murderer? (laughs) Big laughs, right? Now, there's a difference between murder and war killing. And you might think, oh, maybe it's a mistranslation. Oh, no. They murdered civilians, and they still do every goddamn day, and they like it. What really bothers the goyim, the Gentile, when they come home from war, is the moral wound that they suffered when they did these horrific things in other countries for Israel. I had a friend who was so tormented by what he did in Afghanistan that he took his own life with fentanyl, okay? Uh, uh, really good guy, uh, Saranac Lake. Me and my brother would do tree work with him. We called it treehab to keep him off heroin. He's dead because he felt such remarkable guilt for what he had done. Was that real? It gets way worse. This is just the beginning, guys. Watch this. So he's now laughing about his murder. These guys don't feel bad about it. Not only do they not feel bad about it, they think what they did is great. The thing that really, really is going to bite these people in the ass is the bragging. They love it because they see Arabs and Goyim as animals. Okay? And I'm not exaggerating. This is them making a fucking movie about themselves. (laughs) Undoubtedly, it was a combination of all kinds. Of vengeance and cruelty and people who came from... Some people came from the death camps, allegedly. That's why they hold on to the Holocaust so tightly. Because they did such horrible things, okay? And they're like, but, you know, we, we should, though. We were, we were defending ourselves. The question is, what happened there that people were in such a trance that... Look at him smiling. Based on several testimonies, they, realized, they released their anger on everyone they saw. They're still the fucking victim, okay? That because of what happened to them in Germany, they had to rape. They're about to start bragging about raping. Oh, this is just the beginning. You know how they say that, um, that Hamas burned a baby in an oven? Oh, no. They actually did that. Oh, but where's your evidence? They brag about it. They think it's fucking funny. He took a step back, drew his gun. Bang, bang, bang. He killed them all. They removed them from the homes in pajamas. Okay, so understand, they're, they're, the reason that the IDF is so successful in war is because they murder civilians. They murder Arab civilians. Okay? And when American troops that are raised with our Christian Gentile spirit of war, where it's like, I will kill you if you try to kill me, may the best man win. When they come home after they've been murdering civilians, they're really fucked up. The Israelis are not fucked up because they don't view them as people. They view them as animals, okay? They took them like cows in front of them and killed them. Okay, this is not, 
These are not testimonies of the Nazis. These are the fucking Israeli Jews. And they've been doing it ever since, guys. During battle, if someone raised hands, I didn't take captives. How many people do you think you killed this way? They ask the murder king. The, he looks like the Burger King, but more. He looks like the, the bad guy from a Monopoly card. I didn't count. And they're all unarmed. They loved killing civilians. They did genocide of millions and millions of people. They loved it. They think it's fucking funny. <laughs> Demons. I really don't know. They don't feel guilt at all. Because they view you as a fucking animal. And you don't think they do that in America? You don't think that that's why America now has problems with its police force? Because they're trained by fucking Israelis to treat uh, local populations like enemy combatants? And another little thing to think about with these guys is the fact they put their women, all women in Israel have to serve in the military, which means killing a woman over there is killing a soldier. So when they want to bitch and complain about, um, uh, oh, the Muslims are attacking women. Well, you put women in your military. Well, I mean, all of them, all of them have to serve in your fucking military. You, you're, a tr- you, you're aroused by it, you sick serial killer fuck. Listen to this. Look, look at the smile on his little Jew cunt face. Oh, anti-Semitism. He grabbed a woman, young and good looking. Okay, these guys did not go to jail. They make statues out of them. Went into a house. Prepared a bedroom and wanted to fuck her. The girl came back half dead like a rag. One guy raped there, a 16-year-old girl. And I know this is graphic, but fuck them. Don't give them a single goddamn inch. These are Israeli heroes. Look at them smiling about the rapes. And so what does the demon do? The demons will blame everyone else for what they did. It's in Saul Alinsky's book, Rules for Radicals. One guy raped there, a 16-year-old girl or something of the sort. You understand? But this is very ugly. There was one guy, he passed away. He was a savage. He just took them and murdered them in the enclosures. You know, surrounded by barbed wire, all the men were rounded up. They were all sitting on the ground. And someone comes and takes a machine gun and starts and then reloaded the cartridge. What do you think? And some guys took flamethrowers and ran after people and incinerated them. Okay, so everything they're fucking saying is what they did. It's forbidden to tell. I'm not going to talk about it because, listen, war is war, says the rapist serial killer of civilians. These people are going to get fucked, okay? Fucked. You don't survive this. Now, maybe a generation or two does. All those raped women and murdered women and all those murdered babies. When they talk about how Nazis would throw up babies and use it as target practice, that's what these motherfuckers did when they founded Israel. Oh, where's your evidence, anti-Semite? Uh, 
They brag about it. They think it's funny. They think the Arabs are fucking stupid animals that they'd kill in their pajamas. And, and the, the deep inner guilt was still there, even in these serial killers that are traumatized since the time they're born. That's why they project it onto the world. That's why they project it onto the fucking world. Because that's why they say, oh, six million incinerated in ovens. Oh, they did this to the baby. They raped and they beheaded baby. They did that. They did that. And they fucking know it's bad deep down. Doesn't matter how many times you tell yourself you're the chosen people by God. Which God? Is it the God of demons? Because these might, and, and, all, and people will say, oh, I can't listen to you anymore, Big Bear. You're filled with so much hate. If you're fucking offended by what I'm saying and not what the actual history of the foundation of Israel is, fuck off. I don't want to be surrounded by vacated, fucked up serial killers. All right? Not everyone can know what war is. And I say whoever wasn't there can't judge anyone else. That's not true, fuckface, Monopoly man. I'm judging you right now. You're saying whoever wasn't in those rooms raping and killing innocent women can't judge you? Fuck you. And the whole world's seeing it now. This is why this is such an interesting time to be alive. I'm not fringe for saying this. Fucking Harvard sees it now. Everybody sees it. These fucking neocon Jews are sitting around going, oh, there's so much hate. Oh, no, it's just starting. It's just fucking starting. And that's why I recommend my listeners to not join the wrath parade because it's going to get fucked up. And the demon doesn't care who gets the, who, who's bloody drinks. The demons that puppet these motherfuckers want to see them ripped apart. They want to see them sodomized. What did Harvard say? No, the Harvard students, the, the Princeton students, all these people are doing these massive protests in support of Palestine and like openly saying they want to see Jews killed and shit, which I'm not endorsing. But that's Harvard, dude. That's not fucking a prison. That's, that's Harvard. Those are the people that are going to be taking over, you know, positions of serious power. Saudi Arabia just bought the PGA. Israel's 7 million total people. The, dr- the dreidel is wobbling. Okay? All right. So that's what actually happened with the birth of it. So what happened, the, the way Israel was actually founded, and I know I have a lot of Israeli uh, listeners, and some are awesome people, very innocent people, people that I would love to break bread with. But the truth of the matter is, those People were sent to Palestine and they were sent as refugees with a sob story because of mean Mr. Mustache in 1945. They started in uh, after the Belfort Declaration minimally, but then they really started sending them. Within a couple years of being welcomed, they started raping and murdering all the locals. That's a fact. And then they started taking their homes and putting them in fucking open-air prison concentration camps. And you know how they covered it? They called everyone else a Nazi. They called everyone else a genocidal racist. 
when they're motivated completely by the idea that they have special magical blood like the Jedi Knights and that everyone that doesn't have that special blood is close to a cattle, okay? Unless that cattle serves them and, and helps them do the genocide against the Arabs. Well, here's, here's the best part, guys. They're wrong. We're not cattle. You're not special, you fucking murdering rapist psychopath. And the only way it works is when people don't know what you're doing. That's why they control the media. That's why they control the banks. That's why they control education. And they screech and squeal if you point that out. Why? Like, when, when you find out that a whole harbor is dominated by Portuguese fishermen, why? They don't care. They're like, yes, we, we control this harbor. We, we fish all day. Everybody Portuguese. When you say that the construction industry in San Diego is dominated by Mexicans, no one cares because it is. So why can you not point out the obvious fact that American media, American education, American banking is completely dominated by Israeli Zionist Jews? Because if that's known, they won't be able to keep lying about what they're doing to Palestinians to the world, with Teva Pharmaceuticals, with the LGBT agenda, with the war in Iraq, Syria, Afghanistan, Iran, all of it. It's all them. Okay? And this is starting to set in with a lot of people. You know, a lot of quote-unquote Jews are getting a little nervous living in America. Oh, the anti the Jew hate. Is, have you done anything, Maybe. Do you think there's a reason why Arabs are not super pumped about you anymore? Let's see. Have they been called rats and been raped? And then everybody just says, oh, the Muslims are going to rape me. You raped them, motherfucker. And they take that shit real seriously in the Middle East. You rape a woman there, you get your fucking head chopped off. You go on television representing the Jews as Benjamin Netanyahu and you claim that all Arab nations are rats, everyone's guilty, including the children, and Gaza should be a parking lot for their fat white asses. When that country was founded on rape and people say that about America, America was not founded on genocide. Some broken treaties, yes, but it wasn't. It was not founded the way Israel was founded. That's projection on us. To make it seem like we, we, we're all sinners so no one can judge each other. No. The history of America is not this genocidal shit that they did. It's not. Not on that level at all. There was some broken treaties, some murders, some rapes, I'm sure. But not like that. A lot of, a lot of the history of the American Indian in America was getting them addicted to alcohol. Putting them in, trying to get them to disavow their way of life. In exchange for guns, liquor, food, access to railways, and a lot of them agreed. Okay? That's the reality. Sorry, Indians, but a lot of you guys are like really wanted to do it. The history of the American Western settling was not about like raping and murdering Indians. I'm a direct descendant of William Clark from Lewis and Clark. Granted, my family does not have the best oral traditions. But I know that that wasn't how it was. A lot of Mormons in America have really, really good 
uh, oral history. They were not running around raping and murdering Indians. That's not true. A lot of Indians... Now, if you want to talk about what was done to Indians, I'll tell you what was done to Indians. Treaties were broken. And many of the treaties... I'll put it this way. They weren't understood by the Indians. And they didn't know what they were agreeing to. And sometimes they were just straight up broken. All right? Other times, they were removed from their uh, areas... That has that, like the Trail of Tears is legitimately a crazy story. That really did happen. Um, you know, pumping vice into Indian reservations really happened, but a lot of them. Do you know why the buffalo almost went extinct in America? You know, your Israeli bullshit Rockefeller fucking education tells you it was the white man. No, it was the Indians. The thing that kept the Buffalo population large is they didn't have access to guns and gunpowder. Okay, like there's Indian reservations that are given full access to any fishing they want. And now that they have fucking nets, they kill all the fish. Everyone knows this. This is a fact. When Indians started getting guns from the white man in exchange for land rights that maybe they didn't understand, but whatever, they just started slaughtering the Buffalo. Slaughtering. The thing that was keeping the Buffalo's population big was the fact they didn't have guns. That's a fact. Okay? And now you can lie to yourself and say, oh no, we're all genocidal. We're all, America cannot, we're, we're all immigrants. We're all, no, fuck you. We're not all Israeli fucking psychopaths. That Israeli situation from Belfort, 48, 60 whatever and every one of them is now a holiday when they when they just had to kill the arabs because the arabs were going to they were trying to get me it's so demonic it's fucking insane and now they're literally dropping bombs on a closed area hospitals mosques churches and they're saying well they're all hiding hamas that's why we had to kill all the kids it's fucking batshit insane You'll, dude, there's videos now on the internet all over the place, official videos where like a little Palestinian kid is throwing a rock at a tank and they just shoot him to death and they celebrate it. It's a fact. That's what they do. They're like, that's what happens when you throw a rock at us. <laughs> and now we all see it. We're all seeing what they're doing. The only reason they got away with it as long as they did is the world did not know how bloodthirsty and psychopathic they actually are. And the way that the demonic entities fucking thrive in Israeli government is they're constantly blaring sirens and missiles incoming and think about the six million dead and oh, Hitler turned you into soap and circumcision and fucking humiliation and pornography and abortion and female soldiers. It's just a trauma fest. And then they just like shut down and go, but what about me? And then they're just, they're just fucking. And when they think about the murders and rapes that they've done to Arabs, they fucking smile. They like it. And they say, you don't have a right to judge us because we have a right to this land. Cause we're the true Jews who happen to look like fucking inbred Ukrainians. They just so happen to look like inbred Ukrainians, but they're the, the true stewards of the Middle East. The U.S. did take out the buffalo. It was food supply. They were doing it for the same reason, control. 
No, that plan did happen, but not on the level you think, Deep State Bear. You've been lied to. There was a plan to take out Buffalo, uh, especially when the railroad was going across America, um, because the Indians were starting to have a problem with the railroad tracks. And one of the plans was to take out Buffalo. It was wildly ineffective. What took out the goddamn Buffalo was Indians getting fucking guns because their whole, it's the same with Indians getting sugared. You want to know what kept them so lean and tough and non-drunk is because they didn't have access to a lot of sugar. They didn't even have corn. The corn was brought here. It wasn't even fucking native. Same with potatoes. They just didn't have access to sugar. So when they got access to sugar and alcohol, they want fucking nuts. It's a fact. It's just like when they got access to guns, they went totally ape shit. What kept them mellow, what kept the Buffaloes big, was the natural balance between bows and They didn't even have horses until like the 16th century. That's why America was so pristine of the Indian. Yeah, yeah. You give an Indian a pound of sugar and a gun, there's no more buffalo. They're fucking nuts. I know a bunch of Indians. You give them alcohol, they will just punch a dude in the face. Okay? Oh, it's because it's so much trauma because of the white men. No, no, no. Genetically, they did not have access to potatoes, corn, sugar, nothing. They ate a bunch of meat and they were crushing. Great guys, ripped. You know, they're like, coyotes say the air. Like they had, they did, they were tuned in to the environment and all that. You give an Indian a pound of fucking sugar. And a lot of these white people were like, yeah, here's some sugar. Crush. And the Indian's like, Coyote say thank you for white powder. And then they just went crazy. And you're like, oh, yeah, they're fucking crazy. No offense, Vox. Yeah, now they're all working at Red Lobster. Drunk is the day. They had no resistance to sugar whatsoever. You just gave an Indian sugar. Watch him shoot every buffalo. And it's 100% true. And Jeremiah, 30 states, when Israel returned, they will be at peace and not afraid, says Black Lady Bear. No, no one knows what that means, Black Lady Bear. We know that you're into all the black channels. I don't even know what that means. And now, like, they're, you can say that they were just traumatized. Oh, they were, what well, was Hitler fighting? The, in, no, no. They love booze. They can't handle fucking sugar. That's a fact. In Europe... For like thousands of years, everybody that couldn't have it handle potatoes and corn and sugar, they jerked themselves to death, like in fucking Ireland. They just didn't last. They, they burned out. In, in fucking America, they were all just these carnivore, ripped, proud warriors. You give them a cup of sugar, they'll shoot every buffalo. You give a fucking Indian a cup of sugar and a gun, they're like, coyote say kill a buffalo and take long nap. Okay, well, yeah, Chronicles of Judah. That's what she's all about. All right, so that's a little history lesson with Big Bear. Oh, you're filled with so much hate. Here's something really funny. Oh, and uh, kind of super chats. If, if people are not fucking super chatting me for this fucking stream, you're gay, dude. You want to be gay? You want to be gay? Go ahead, be gay. Enjoy the demons that come from sodomy. Now you can only see buffalo herds with hundreds of buffalo in South Dakota and the controlled wildlife loof in the Black Hills. Because the whites had to come in and control it because the Indians kept killing all the fucking buffalo. That's why we had to fuck it. 
Okay, it's completely inverted. Gee, I wonder who inverted the history of America. Could it be Jews? Unbelievable. Yeah, if you do any research on who owned all the slave ships, they're all Jews. Oh, how dare you? Oh, Jesus, I'm squirting. Dude, fact. Not all. Over 70% of all slave ships in America were owned by very, very Jewish men. They loved it. Couldn't get enough slave trading. Why? Because they don't view you as human. They view you as a goddamn animal. <laughs> and they can love their cow when their cow performs. Like, uh, like, they love little Theo Vaughn. Because little Theo Vaughn's a trained little cow. And he licks this, the, the licorice. And he gives him milk. And he gets fucked in his ass. Right? So that's why when you see them like praising Theo Vaughn, it's not because they like him or view him as a human being. They view him as a fucking trained cow. And Theo probably likes it. He likes his little pen. He likes his little sugar lick. All right? Theo wants to talk about freedom. Fucking Theo Vaughn, man. And I don't have any hate towards the guy at all. I actually wrote him that I would give him goat milk once the... His uh, masters at Netflix hop on the next fucking blimp over the ice wall because they're, they're fucking... We're all on to them. Poor Theo. <sighs> I don't know. It's, it's hard. I don't, I don't like have compassion for these fucking retards because they were paid quite well and given a lot of sugar to sell out their fellow man. Would you like to see a little video of Theo Vaughn right as I was getting uh, kicked out of uh, my uh, right as my agent manager, everybody was kicking me out. And I considered this dumb motherfucker a friend. Whitney Cummings is basically a witch. Okay. So I don't even hold her accountable because this bitch is just like a broken, you know, demonic witch. Like she's just a mess. Fact. Mess. Okay. Theo. I went on a cruise with Theo once. I used to do fucking. Hang on. One second. I used to. Uh, we'd text. We'd do shows together. We were like buddies. And listen to this dumb motherfucker. Now he wants to do. Little interviews with Tucker Carlson talking about how he respects people outside the system. Oh, okay. And then there's also, uh, he kind of went off over the deep end, but Owen Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah, Owen's too far out there. Owen's out doing, Owen's just looking. Owen's kind of like. Well, I think he's. Owen's too far out there, says Ellen DeGenerate haircut inbred gay faggot fuckface. All right, listen to Theo Vaughn trying to judge me. Uh, yeah, Owen's too far out there. Owen's yeah. out doing. Owen's just looking. Owen's kind of like. Well, I think he seems like Roseanne's son a little bit, but well, out in the woods. No, but isn't he like a men's rights activist or a white power activist? Or so? I'm probably spreading rumors. Yeah, yeah, you're lying, Whitney. You're lying, obviously. And Theo didn't jump in and go, "No, man, Owen's Owen's right." He's like, "Okay, the things I was being criticized for at the time was transgender children." And Theo, you knew that. I know you knew you know that. And they wanted to pretend like I was desperate for attention and all that shit. You dumb motherfucker. I left LA when I had a kid because I didn't want to raise my kid around fucking dead junkies. I was still at CAA in Prince of Otto Young when I left Los Angeles. I got a book deal after leaving Los Angeles. I wasn't looking for attention, you dumb cunt. It's because I didn't want to raise a kid. Theo doesn't have kids because you can't get a guy's asshole pregnant. Joe Rogan's anus will never be a productive womb, okay? But Theo, let me fill you in on a little life advice. 
when you are with a woman, not a guy or an animal or a dead guy, okay? And I know everyone feels for Theo. He's so on the cusp. He's going to see it. He knows alcohol is bad, and he's, he secretly walks with Jesus, but not quite ready yet. No, no, no. Fuck this coward. Not mad at him. I feel for him a little bit like he's a cow who can't stop licking a sugar cube. But I, I don't forget these things. Oh, it's gotten a little bit bizarre. He's also like trashing comics. Like, get out of here. Yeah, it's just gotten, I think some of it's gotten a little bit, some desperation. Some desperation from the childless guy whose entire shtick now is having a mullet telling stories with a southern accent when he hasn't lived there in 25 years. Okay? That's Theo Von Shtick. He's going, man, I'm from Louisiana and I almost fucked a retard. And everyone's like, oh, he's so, he's so like, like one of us. He's like, no, he's not like one of you. He's not like one of you. He doesn't even ever have girlfriends, guys, because he's a fucking faggot. Or maybe worse, now that I fucking understand these people, okay? Why don't you have a girlfriend ever, Theo? Huh? I'm desperate? Oh, look at him trashy comments. Theo Vaughn, or Whitney Cummings, this crazy cunt, after her co-star, Crystalia, that she said she wanted to uh, play, she wanted to play Ghislaine Maxwell in a movie with Crystalia. She loved Crystalia. After Crystalia came out as a grooming, rape-adjacent guy, Whitney Cummings went on to bash him publicly. Her best friend... And the guy that she personally hired to play her boyfriend in her long-running sitcom. When I was bashing comedians, it was guys I didn't even fucking know. They were acting like retards. Or when I was responding to someone trashing me. You broken, demonic bitch. Okay? Like when what these people are doing right here, when they say I'm trashing comics, like it's some fraternal order... You guys talk shit about me. I come right back at you, you fucking melted candle-faced, empty-wombed cunt. I don't even believe the bitch is pregnant. She's claiming to be pregnant? That womb has had bats and dust in it for in, since she was a teen. She's not fucking pregnant. She sees that no women want to be her at all. This is the Whitney Cummings situation, Okay. Same thing happened to Chelsea fucking Handler. Women going through their crazy phase at 20, they want to look up to a woman that's 33, 34 years old, that loves to drink and fuck and get fucked and and it's all good and don't you love abortion and we're just out here fucking and sucking and drink. Okay, there comes a time when a woman either gets past that phase or dies. Okay? And so... Whitney Cummings had this, this fan base of young whores. And then those whores wanted to be like my wife, like Amy, like a mother, like a woman with a garden and a farm and a dedicated, a little wacky husband, but deeply in love with her, serves the needs of my family with vicious conviction, right? Women love, like women want to be my wife. They don't want to be candle face, a bitch with Botox spewing out of her ears because daddy went to prison for white collar crime. Okay. They want, they want to be a mom. They want to be a wife. They want to be a homesteader. 
And so what does this psychopathic bitch do? I think she faked the pregnancy so that she could keep the eyeballs on her because most people don't understand the nature of a psychopath. Whitney Cummings is a goddamn psychopath. You can see it a mile away. Childhood trauma, nihilism, seeking the approval of strangers, will do anything for money, no loyalty, lies all the time, betrays people for money, right? It's obvious. This bitch is nuts, all right? So I'm not even blaming her. That bitch has been nuts since she was a kid, all right? Her dad, daddy was rich. They're from Georgetown. Daddy goes to prison because daddy's a white-collar criminal psychopath, right? So her and her fucking yoga sister, they got to... They use men for money and privilege. And her sister, I believe, became a bit of a prostitute, right? And Whitney became a different type of prostitute. Whitney became a prostitute to the stars. Well, she would suck and fuck anybody with power so that she could move up the ladder. More eyeballs, more stability, fills the emptiness inside of her. How am I doing, Whitney? Am I just spreading rumors? Oh, am I just starting rumors? There's no way that you're pregnant, Whitney. And I fucking know it. There's no way that a woman who unironically fucks the the director of Transformers and pretends that she's attracted to him, okay, is pregnant. Like, you're not capable of it. Like, you're not even, you're not capable of starting. I'm not going to make any claims. Maybe you are. Only God knows. Only the God knows and God is perfect, right? But I just want to warn people that when you see a 45-year-old woman who spent her entire career getting plowed for money and power, right, pretend to be pregnant, it's a brand situation. So she probably bought a baby out of Brazil, not even exaggerating, bought an Indian to fucking carry the baby, and then she's just been with a team of gays that, that... Swirl her like birds, uh, construct a fake belly to make her fucking look like she's pregnant. She seems to have been pregnant for a long time. Let's let's Google it. But anyway, Theo Vaughn saying I'm desperate. I'm looking for attention. I went crazy right as I'm getting attacked. I'm not mad at you, Theo. You're a little cattle. And now you want to play games with Tucker Carlson? Like that you respect people outside the system? Well, Tucker Carlson was sucking dick on Fox for nickels. I was kicked off Airbnb. Okay? Starting our own streaming platform, our own social media. I never stopped saying nigger. Not once. Okay? You want to talk about being outside the system, forging your own way as an American, right? As a fearless, truth-telling American, it's me, you dumb fucking inbred freak. And now I don't need praise. All praise to God. That being said, I am going to mock you. I am going to mock you as you attempt to salvage what's becoming obvious. What am I, Theo? Am I transphobic, anti-Semitic, racist? Because I don't think that 10 million Mexicans should be bussed on federal money into Missouri so that they can replace everyone's jobs and fuck everyone in the ass. Okay, that's racism to you, Theo? Am I anti-Semitic because I don't want to take part in a genocide in Gaza? Am I transphobic because I don't want to give a seven-year-old fucking hormone blockers? 
Am I, am I unhinged because I don't believe a word has intention without the human spirit? Did a gun murder someone? No. The guy used it as a tool. Okay? So you got your million dollar contracts from Netflix. And now all your bosses that fucking bought your face, bought your fucking voice, can feed it into AI. You're now holding on by a thread. And this backwoods Louisiana faggot is going to fucking sit in his nice Nashville house, his crib, and he's terrified because he knows that money that he craved since he was a child, probably growing up with nothing, just fucking some fucked up family, right? Because they always dream that if they have money, all their problems would be solved. But when you give up your own word, when you give up your honor, when you slander and talk shit about a guy that trusted you as a friend in exchange for social clout and money, when the house of cards falls down, you realize that that money the devil gave you is dust. It doesn't mean a goddamn thing. In fact, it puts a big red dot on your forehead as a mark for the desperate hordes that now want your money. And now as the institutions crumble, the very institutions that you've been gnawing at and eating at to crumble because your bosses are all fucking demons and they want to see every aspect of America crumble into dust. As those institutions crumble, you will start realizing the purpose of those institutions, the purpose of religion, the purpose of all of it. These people want to mock God and mock people who believe in God. Well, guess what? You might get your wish, motherfucker. Because if more and more people start not believing in God, they become materialistic. And what does that mean? Do as thou wilt, Theo. You know what all your bosses do where the ends justify the means? You do sin to get reward. But if you keep it quiet, no one knows. You know, you're a baller. Can't hate on a nigga for getting paid, says Sam Tripoli. Right? Well, imagine that in everyone's heart. You're now sitting in your little Nashville crib with your little pile of sneakers and your money and your anuses and whatever else you've been paid for by the devil. And now you got people looking at you with the same cynicism that you looked at them, that they were just the masses, right? They're just your fans. They're a product, a cattle to be sold to. And now they're viewing you the same way. And now you got something that they want and they don't have that moral compass that they used to. You broke it down. They don't have the bowling alley that gave them the homogeny of being from Mississippi. They they had cousins and friends and they all kept each other grounded and moral. Well, that's all gone. Now they're just hungry. And you, Theo, are like a pig covered in shit. So no, I don't hate Theo Vaughn or I wish him the best. I think he can tell stories better than any of these fucking cattle niggers that the Netflix have bought, okay? But he set himself up for absolute collapse. Absolute collapse. So do these fucking Zionists. Yeah, you control the financial system and the textbooks, but but what about when no one believes you anymore? He who's first will become last and last becomes first. 
Don't you don't even need to look at the Bible as this revelatory gift from God. You can look at it as your ancestors keeping a journal about what you should definitely know that is timeless for when these things fall apart. And South Park is now making fun of it. The billionaires are learning how to do tile work because there's no more labor. Everybody's house is now worth $5 million because of BlackRock. So now no, everyone's a millionaire. So no one's a millionaire. The classic leprechaun tale is the leprechaun. The dirty little grabber leprechaun gets caught. Right? And the greed of the goyim. Don't get me wrong. I'm not letting the goyim off the hook. And who is last? Taha says Black Lady Bear. Uh, Bearaplegics. Retards. Yeah, you think you guys are going to be first blacks? I think we're going to get some, let's just put it this way, some cheap labor out of you. Anyway, so what was I just talking about? Codsworth, I was crushing. What was I just talking about? Uh, BB is crushing this rant. We got super chats, but I don't want to kill the momentum. Hey, the momentum's killed. I'm out. Black Lady Bear made it about blacks again, and I couldn't stop it. What the fuck was I just talking about with old Theo Vaughn? And I'm not doing this to hurt him. It's a cautionary tale. Oh, yeah, yeah, of South Park, where it's like, oh, yeah, the leprechaun. The leprechaun, got it. Yeah, flow state, crushing. Everyone's getting it. All right, let's read some super chats. Uh, someone remind me about the leprechaun. Keep spell breaking and truth telling. It helps me look at the world more objectively and dispel fears. Yes, that's why I'm here. I'm here to serve the people. Because I know who I am, Theo Vaughn. I'm a comedian, spellbreaker, who's here to lighten the load on somebody's day. What are you here for, Theo? Praise, worship, gold. You want to get in a guy's ass? Yeah? Well, I know guys that can make some offers. And let's just say it's not going to end well for you. But you're just out there looking for, you're getting a little desperate out there, Theo. Wait till the fucking grocery stores are empty because the labor force is gone because you can't make a baby in a guy's asshole. Anyway, Midwife Bear, thanks for sharing your family with us. Check out, by the way, if Theo just heard that, he just shit his pants because he knows I'm right on the money. He just shit his little expensive pants because it's starting to creep in. Four years ago, they go, oh, Owen's nuts. He's drinking White Claw. He's crazy. Okay, not now. Not now. They're starting to see it. And you guys are like, are are you guys starting to see them seeing it? Without truth, honor, labor, community, all that shit, it's all fake. Those piles of money, those, those mansions... Go to Detroit. Tell me how those mansions are doing. Dust. Think about what people gave up to get those mansions. And then look at them. Now, the only thing they're worth now is YouTubers going in there to see if they find ghosts. All right. How did they not see it earlier? Demons. Blind. They're blind. Like, how can someone look at this right now And think that's a terrorist attack by Muslims. That's from the AP. Beardless Muslims holding a can of shaving cream with a ghost on a golf cart. 
don't know how people don't see that Snoop Dogg's Anubis and Gin and Juice, Jews is a spell, but I get everybody's at different levels. Oh yeah, the leprechaun. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta do the super. I gotta make. I gotta make a living here first. I mean, listen. I'm not. I. I everyone can use a little money. Thanks for sharing your family with us. Check out Gabby Barrett. Glory days. It's your family. Nice. Land on bear. Thank you, midwife bear. In the Book of Mormon, they used alcohol as a weapon against the Indians a couple times. Yes. Yeah, that's why the Mormons were like, don't drink alcohol. This is what we're using against the Indians. It's great. Fucking drunk fucks. Welder Bear. Hey, BB, why do you think so many Christians are cheering on Israel's genocide? Sin, uh, demons, because Christians aren't doing anything Jesus said. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to come right to their door. Right to their fucking door. There's a strong argument that evangelical uh, Christians are crazier than Jews. Dirk McGurkin says, I don't want to be gay. Here, take it. Thank you. Great stream today, like always. Thanks, Sam Fink. Super chat sucks, so take the money. I keep screwing them up. Anytime. On point, thank you. Well, shit, I don't want to be gay. Thanks, Pickle Bear. It's good. You don't want to be gay, like Theo Vaughn. Ladling the gravy today, Fumar Grant. Yeah, it's like I see words and intentions as investments. You know, they still pay dividends. Christians don't actually read their Bible, says Black Lady Bear. Well, the fact we got a black that knows how to read, I see as a big win. All right. Uh, Christians are also celebrating their own self-genocide, flying all the rainbow flags. Yeah, and importing Mexicans. Like, even under Charlie Little Cuck's thing, where they're like, what's up with illegal migration? I'm like, what's up with legal mi- migration? What, if the, if the government condones it, it's okay that you're bringing in all these Mexicans? And someone's like, well, you want to talk. The, the white people did that to Indians. I'm like, yeah, now the Indians are all dead. So have you learned anything? Yeah, I don't want to die like the fucking drunk Indians. Anyway, uh, most churches are not talking about this. 5% maybe, 95% Zionists. Yeah, so I don't go to churches because they're like, dude, even up here in North Idaho, you go to a church, they're waving a fucking Israeli flag talking about how you must bless Trump because he blesses Israel, which will bless your family. I'm like, frauds. And they're like, oh, so you don't like Jesus? (laughs) I'm like, fraud, liar, nigga, you don't know what I've been through. And then in the spiritual realm of, of war, they're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm like, I got out of Hollywood. Like, you think I can't see what you're doing? I used to be repped at CAA. Like, I was, I was fucking Candace Everdeen. Oswego, New York is District 12. Nigger, I won the Hunger Games. And then I got to see inside the Capitol. I was the one in a million that from doing stand-up comedy at a goddamn uh, deli, or what was it, a bakery, I got to be in movies with Adam Sandler. You're not going to run a scam on me in some fucking church, nigger. You can't even say nigger, because you're enslaved in the mind, brah. I'll tell the leprechaun story in a second. 
Worst real b-ball American name I've ever heard is st, pronounced Forrest, real name. Yeah. Yeah, I bet his dad's a real hero. Towards your methane machine. Thanks, half Welsh bear. Shame on a nigga to try and run game on a nigga. Holy shit, says Codsworth. What happened, Codsworth? Their morality commands killing everything. Dute 2016. Four street because there's four S's. What are you talking about, Kyneton? I thought something actually happened. Boar Bear said, you definitely won the Hunger Games, mocking my, my body, because Boar Bear's a faggot. <laughs> oh, four est? Yeah, it's four S's. Four est. Yeah, yeah, they're real, they're real smart, those fucking blacks. All right, let's see. I got Black Dad cartoon. What is cartoon? Oh, yeah, I did that. Methane, civilians, victims, chiropractors. Oh, this made me laugh. Burn Bear made this about hometown and Wobbly. Because Wobbly really wants to be a, like Wobbly tunes. Like they're, they're doing like uh, they're going to do cartoons together. And dude, this made me laugh so fucking hard. To be an animator, Lloyd, you got to draw 24 pictures per second. Hometown! 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 I'm so glad you're here, Hometown! I want to be an animator just like you. Are you out of your fucking mind? (laughs) (laughs) Like those hometown cartoons that I play you guys. It's like that many drawings per second. Like he's fucking so intense. And anybody that wants to do cartoons is out of their fucking minds. And that, and that is wobbly right there. I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting wobbly bear and that, I don't know how they got her to do the voice, but that, that was literally her. To be an animator, Lloyd, you got to draw 24 pictures per second. Per second. So when you're enjoying a hometown bear cartoon, that's 24 full drawings every second. Hometown. Hometown. <laughs> Hometown. <laughs> fucking mind (laughs) (sighs) I loved it man today was such an intense stream I'm crying from laughing or is it from pure sadness Uh, so the leprechaun story so the classic leprechaun so the leprechaun gets caught by the goyim so you have your fruity little colorful panted trickster chasing golden rainbows right telling tales it's a story as old as time. And, uh, and he gets caught. And the little leprechaun is like, Oh, you caught the leprechaun. Uh, so now I bet you want to know where your gold has been. Because every leprechaun runs a central bank. 
So the question you always want to ask a leprechaun is, where is our goddamn gold? And they're like, ho-ho, you want to know where the gold is? They're like, hee-hee, tee-hee, you want to know where the gold is? And they're like, yeah, I mean, we've been using your fiat currency now for generations, and everyone's like gay and dead. They're like, ho-ho, but you caught me. You figured out it was me who stole the gold. Every single fucking story is about Jews. I don't know if you guys have learned that yet. Vampires, leprechauns. But it's demonic entities. It's not all Jews. I get it. But it's like, oh, you got me. And so then the Jew goes, or the leprechaun goes, I will show you where the gold for the central bank has been hiding. It's under a tree. And the Goyim are like, fuck, I knew it. It was just under a tree this whole time. Which tree? And the leprechaun goes, if you let me go, I promise I will put a ribbon on the tree. And the, and the, and the, uh, and the goyim is like, but leprechaun, what if you're lying to me? They're like, ho ho, no, we will put it in writing in a contract. I will even sign it. I will put, I will put a, a red ribbon on the tree that guards the gold. The one tree will have a ribbon on it. And the goyim is retarded, obviously. So he's like, Okay, I'll let you go. I'll let you go now because you did do that. Tomorrow you'll put a ribbon on the tree. He's like, tee of course. And he's like, why are you smiling and laughing? You were just caught. He's like, oh, no bother. <laughs> and so the Jew skips off into the Irish wilderness with his green pants and his crazy red hair, even though he says he's from a desert. And the next morning, the goyim wake up. And he's so excited to finally get his gold back that has been gone since 1913. And he's like, come on, Deborah. The, le- the leprechaun promised. And Deborah goes, look out the window. Look out the window, Gary. And Gary's like, he did it, didn't he? That goddamn leprechaun is a man of his word. He's like, and, and, and Deborah's like, yes, I see it. There's a, there's a ribbon on the tree. There's a, there's a ribbon on two, three trees, four t- and then Gary comes over and he goes, God damn it, he put a ribbon on every tree. And the leprechaun pops up from behind a bush and goes, I never said I wouldn't do that. Tee-hee, read the contract, tee-hee, tee-hee. And then he's like, runs off. And so now the goyim are like, okay, so the gold is under the tree with the ribbon on it, but now all the trees have ribbons on it. God damn it, the Jew got me again. Okay, so what's happening now is they go, don't you want lots and lots of money? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll do anything for the money. Oh, you want to be a millionaire, do you? Yeah, I definitely want to be a millionaire because I can get a, a big, big house. I, I, don't, don't, I mean, you want, to be a, you want to be a millionaire, don't you? <laughs> and then the grabber, leprechaun, Jew, whatever you want to call him, they get the goy to humiliate. They're like, Drink your own piss and your own shit and jump on your head. And, and Theo Vaughn's like, well, I, you'll make me a millionaire though, right? He's like, yeah. And then everyone's a millionaire because money doesn't work anymore. And you're burning it in your stoves to heat your house. Well done, Theo Vaughn. And now after the money's all gone, all you're left with is your deeds. That's why it's called a deed. Deed. 
Why is it called a deed? Isn't that something interesting? Oh, you're just saying things. A deed is your home. It's like you have, I own the deed. You're just left with your deeds and your profits. You see it? You see how the the demonic realm works? If you figure out the truth, they will just hijack the meaning of the word and spell it with cursive. Cursive. A curse. Spelling. A spell. That's why you drink gin. J-I-N-N. Profits. You earn a living. What's an urn? Oh, it's where you put dead ashes. The wages of sin. A sentence. You know, you you earn a living for your weak end. They're telling you. Weak, W-E-A-K. Your weak end. Your wages of sin. What are your deeds Prophets, this is not by accident that these words mean wildly different things. One is a materialistic realm. One is a spiritual realm. Okay, moving on. Um, Their rules of war from Torah do not leave anything alive that breathes, completely destroy them. Yeah, and they salt the earth and they kill it. It's real fucked up. Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm really not into it at all. Like, I relate a lot to Jesus, but I'm not really, uh, I'm not feeling certain elements of the Old Testament. It's just way too real. Like, bashing little babies against rocks and shit. It's, it's pretty fucked up stuff, guys. These are not, uh, these are not, um, I don't know how to put it, but we're not dealing with um, a lot of kindness with these, uh, anyway. Off-road bear. Streams have been off the charts. Some shekels for the gravy. Mormon Rishi. You are my voice. Well, let's, let's not take it that far. This is me contributing financially to getting my voice, which is your voice, heard. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Like, I am your bard, not your voice. All right. You've been right on about the Jews and Israel. It continuously blows my mind how aligned our views are on the topic. It's what brought me here years ago. Keep on my friend. Yeah, and a lot of people are seeing it now. And can't you see the Jays getting a little worried that like people are going to start seeing the old videos of them just like, I don't know, shooting children in the testicles and laughing? I don't know, but you have to, you didn't see it in context. What's the context, Jew? Well, they scared us. And if we didn't, yeah, we just fucking shot a kid. We do it all the time. All of our wars are because we fought Arab civilians. They weren't really wars. They're like, you know, like when you have an insect problem in your house? What's that called? A war against termites. No, that's called exterminations. And isn't it weird that you're the guys that are constantly bitching about how you were once exterminated, but you really weren't, obviously, because you all ended up in Israel? Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess Hitler missed a few of us. <laughs> he missed six million of you. Six million Jews moved to Israel. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, but we, but we died, though, in a way, like, because the gas chamber, my gold, uh, Marigold was farting. 
Okay, dude. I, I wish them the best. I wish Theo the best. As the house of cards crumbles, you will see what your deeds have been. That's why it's called the apocalypse. It just means the revealing. Well, have a good apocalypse because it's going to be really interesting. I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. So I hope, uh, I hope it's not because I'm, I'm too desperate, Theo. Professional expert bear. There might actually be some gravy in the prime detective law in Star Trek where you're not allowed to give advanced technology to primitive people because they will just fuck themselves up with it. Lots of grabble from Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think happened. I think the Indians were given advanced technology like sugar and guns and they completely self-destructed. That's exactly what I think happened. And I'm not even saying they're primitive. I think that they're more advanced in a lot of ways. Indians were physically superior to whites before sugar. I've known some Indians that are the best fucking athletes I've ever seen until they drink one beer. And then they're all in prison. I'm not exaggerating. And you can blame white people for the sugar, but like, we didn't fucking know. How are we supposed to know? You know, an Indian that has never been exposed to sugar or alcohol, that is living in wilderness, is superior to the white in that world. So I'm not going to say that whites are superior to Indians. We're just superior to them with access to sugar, alcohol, the concept of land rights, you know, BB Whitney's sister, Ashley is a bear. She gets it. Her sister got her locked up because she, she called her out for taking the dad's money. Yeah. Yeah. Her sister. Yeah. And she has been a prostitute. I think she's talked about it publicly. I'm not mocking the girl, um, but they're all fucking crazy. They're all crazy. In my opinion, uh, doesn't mean they're bad people, but they're just like, you know, they're like, because then didn't uh, Whitney's sister team up with Whitney and freak out at Kevin Brennan? Like, I don't like crazy. I don't like, uh, I like to stay away from people that like wildly swing allegiances and, you know, it's like, that's why I was very uh, suspect of Alex Jones for a while is he would call me shit faced ranting about how, you know, Joe Rogan's a snake and. He's a piece of shit and Jesus told him to take down Joe Rogan. And then like two weeks later, he's on the Joe Rogan show and calling me an anti-Semite. You know? Uh, I'm like, what? You, you, even the Israelis right now watching this stream, they still love me because they, they, they know I'm, they know what they're getting into. You know? Like, I'm not changing. Like, I'm not, I'll like grow a little and see shit, but I'm not like, hey, today Owen's like this. The irony about the inverted world is I'm insanely stable. Like, every fucking single day I wake up, haul hay, milk animals, hang out with my kids, work on my stream, go to the post office. I do the same thing every single day. Every single day I do the same thing. Almost to a fucking fault. And people are like, unhinged much meanwhile you know look at theo vaughn's life and i'm only using his his, him as an example because he used me as an example judge not lest he be judged theo and that's not me being a holy roller it's a fact our ancestors were telling us these things 
Okay. Alex Jones looks extremely unhealthy. Well, you know, I think he's kind of crushing, though. I might have him on the stream at some point. He asked me to be on the stream, and I, I said definitely. May Allah protect you. Thanks, Omar. Yeah, and, and the Muslims totally get about the evil eye and envy and how to, like, protect yourself from it. Um, where it's like, God, the God is perfect, so if you're doing well, the God has wished that upon you. When I'm talking about Theo and these guys, it's not envy. It's a cautionary tale. Because I don't view them as being showered with blessings. Being in a giant house and being on Netflix without a family, with like fear in your eyes, is not a blessing. Okay? Uh, Meatball, being on the stream would be pretty fun. Yeah, Meatball wants to do the stream. He's like, like in between uh, last time I was on, he's like, yeah, if you ever want me on your stream, I'm fucking. I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm like, you're crushing. He is like, I, I love Alex Jones's spirit, where he's just like, he's just out there. I don't think he thinks in words. <laughs> don't get me wrong. He's like sellout adjacent. <laughs> But I mean, he's such a fucking legend, you know, he's like, it's just like a force in nature, man. And I know a lot about him behind the scenes that's made me actually like him more, even though there's a lot of train wrecky situations, but like, he's not as much of a shill as a lot of truthers think he is. I mean, don't get me wrong. He says super shilly stuff sometimes. But there is a childlike genuineness to him that's interesting. Uh, like I, I can't stand that he like pretends that that dude's a chick, you know, uh, Blair white, like that fucking disgusts me, you know, cause Blair white is really confusing young men. It's really, really disgusting. Like when I look at that guy, I'm like, that's fucking, it's like, it's like uh, the touring test or something. It's like the uncanny Valley where I'm like. It's almost believable enough where some like young dudes are definitely confused by that. But um, I think people should stay the fuck away from promoting any of these trans people. All right. He's down bad for Blair. It's, it literally makes me want to vomit looking at that dude. You should bring that up. He'd probably agree with you. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, there's some complicated situations. Deep state. Deep State wants her dick soft. All right, Kyneton, final Super Chats. I'll just read the... Uh, and don't forget to donate. Uh, Bertaria, campgrounds.com. Every bit helps. P.O. Box. Also, uh, just give me money, please, because that's how I make a living. P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Uh, other than Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell, then George Nuri were my first truther mentors, then Alex Jones came to the forefront... With inside job 9-11. I mean, he really did bring the idea of the false flag to the general population first. I mean, don't get me wrong. You had William Cooper and people like that. But but Alex Jones made it like really accessible to people. He was like the Walmart of truthers. The deep state wants your penis limp. Hillary Clinton's in the sewers trying to, trying to discourage your uh, erections. PatrioticErections.com 
if he didn't call trannies women, he'd he'd have to admit he's gay because he's into them. Yeah, it's, it literally disgusts me on a deep and profound level. It's not phobia. It's not a fear. It's like I find it like nauseatingly disgusting that that dude chopped his fucking dick off and is pretending to be a woman. I find so deeply disturbing. Bill Cooper was calling Alex to sell out in 2001. Then he got got. Yeah, but he wasn't paying taxes. I know that. Yeah, I mean, the government's like a, a crime. I mean, I wouldn't call it a crime. It's a uh, it's a gang. And if you are openly not paying tribute to the gang. Yeah, it's like it's. I, I think it's that simple, you know. Sabishi Bear, I wish I could give you more. Yesterday's stream was so powerful. Well, thank you. That's very generous. And I can't believe Kyneson gets so much. It bothers me. Dear Owen, thank you for the highest quality stream on the internet. And it's so inspiring you're maintaining, doing such a great job with exercise. Oh, I read that one. I got a really good one. I was excited. Sometimes I'll open them. But I don't read them until I do my stream. I like to keep it like a surprise. What the hell are those letters? I got one from uh Oh, did I not get it out of the car? Hang on a second. I'll find a video to play you guys. Oh, it's about the Grabbler. Check this out. This is an Italian explaining the nature of the leprechaun. Here we go. También es muy arriesgado de decir. Tú imagínate que tú estás en una isla y aquí tienes otra isla y tú la quieres conquistar. Yo he dicho en alguna ocasión y también es muy arriesgado de decir. Tú imagínate que tú estás en una isla y aquí tienes otra isla y tú la quieres conquistar. ¿No? Y estos se dirigen con una democracia del jefe. Oye, es que son disciplinados y obedecen siempre al jefe, no hay quien los venza. Ah, pues les vamos a imponer la democracia, propaganda democrática. Vamos a lanzar en octavías que sean muy demócratas. Pero es que además tienen una fe en Dios tremenda. Tienen tal fe en Dios que no abandonan nunca al frente. Ah, pues vamos a, 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 a promover el ateísmo. Se acabaron las iglesias, a partir de ahora discotecas. Oh, pero es que la juventud es sana, es fuerte, tiene un aspecto formidable. Son realmente como, como el creador, los creo, a imagen y semejanza del creador. Pues nada, a partir de ahora McDonald's, Coca-Cola, drogas, litrona, que sean fofos y viejos e indisciplinados. Muy bien, hay que eliminar el servicio militar. Ah, bueno ya, pero es que la otra cosa que tienen es que son, son eh, homogéneos, es un solo pueblo, una sola raza, no hay caos étnico. Ah, pues hay que hacerlo como podamos, pero hay que enviar pateras de África con negros y con africanos y con chinos. Pero es que tienen muchos bebés, tienen seis o siete bebés, eh, son felices de tener familias numerosas. Pues a partir de ahora el aborto, la píldora, has acabado con esa isla, ¿verdad? Okay, so that guy obviously gets it. Um, Alex's wife worked for an escort service fact. Well, so did Connington's mom, so. You could have bought Connington's mom for like... <laughs> Dear Big Bear, greetings from the UK. A tip for the greatest lesson ever on how to bounce back after being stabbed in the back. Loved the stream on Tuesday the 17th and watching your joy as you were able to finally spill the beans about a certain sneaky Mexican. And you always keep your heart open. You always offer a way back to those who betray you. What a powerful example of how to triumph over adversity. Thank you. 
Uh, yeah, like Connington's mom always bounces back. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty and integrity and your complete transparency. Oh, dude, I just had a mind-blowing realization. I think one reason why dudes will bust balls like that to see if you're infested with a demon. Like, imagine if Cod in the comments was like, how dare you? My mother's been through a lot. Like, I'd be like, oh, you're out of here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's a utility to it. Because, like, I'm seeing people that used to have the best sense of humor. They, they now are like, ugh. Like, people pretending that I'm a offensive racist to them. Now, when I know for a fact they loved Mein Kampf is like batshit crazy. That's not human growth. That's like, oh, you're like, you're like a different person now. Like you're totally different. And I find it interesting. I don't find it scary. I find it quite intriguing. A little jarring. How dare you go after God's mom? Everyone goes after God's mom, if you know what I'm saying. Thank you for your honesty and integrity and your complete transparency. But most of all, thank you for shining your light so bravely for breaking the spells, which enables us to see the world as it truly is. Onward with deepest gratitude, Catherine, UK Bear. And the funniest thing is I probably have a hundred demonic trolls listening to me right now going, Transparency? You're right. Fuck it. I'm going to expose it. And every time they try and expose me, it just shows how transparent I am. And they keep being like, but don't you see? Did you see what he really is? And people are like, yeah, like you just posted his texts and that's exactly how he is. And they're like, no, but he's secretly. And you're like, you're nuts now. Like, man, there, I try not to think this way, but who's that guy that had the, the idea of the hierarchy of angels that everybody quotes the fuck's that guy's name? He started that that children's school. What the hell? I, oh, oh I, I take my children to the Waldorf school. All right, Waldorf school? Who started the Waldorf school? We go to the Waldorf school. Yeah, ask him how he felt about black people and Jews. Steiner, yeah. Steiner was talking about how, like, their goal is to have 500 million total people that are completely vacated and absorbed by demons. Like, that's how many demons there are. Yeah, Rudolf Steiner. I'm, I'm starting to fucking see that, man. I'm starting to see, like, uh, the amount of demonically possessed people I find shocking. And I, I, I really should write a book about demonology, about, like, how you can spot them in people. And I'm not saying to ever hurt anyone that you that is being demonic. That's why understanding laws is so important. Because like hurting the flesh of someone that's being puppeted by demons is horrible. You know? That's why it's very important to have your code of conduct about like what is a charge for murder? What is a charge for theft? It totally applies. Someone can be completely puppeted by demons, and that doesn't mean that they're a threat to you or you should harm them in any way. So just know that I'm telling you this. The vessel is not attacking you. Um, but the amount of people that are like, oh, he's fucking shit. Fucking. I'm just, it, it's, gotten, it's gotten to a point where it's, it's pretty crazy. Kyington's mom is not a prostitute, but her demon is, says Bullard Bear. 
Orbear is getting very interesting, playing around with the concept of free will as we discuss what the role of the demon is and applying it to Coddington's mother's promiscuity. <laughs> this is Kadima Bear, formerly known as Serbian Orthodox Bear, reaching out uh, after a damn long time. I just got back from Flattoberfest in Vegas and wanted to fill you in with some of the great things that happened there. On the first day of the festival, I immediately bonded with a fellow bear after we both found ourselves wearing your NASA The Early Years shirt in the same army green color. Nonetheless, Charlie Bear, a.k.a. Lathe Runner, and I hit it off and he didn't even give me any shit after he found out that I worked for a certain laboratory devoted to the propulsion of jets. (laughs) Yeah. How funny is it that there's so many flat earthers that work for JPL and NASA? Hilarious. He introduced me to Jason Lingren of Crow 777, with whom he is friends, and I ended up having a great conversation with Jason. While at Flattoberfest, I also got a chance to briefly chat with David Weiss, the Jew, and Dave Murphy, the Mick, uh, and then found them both to be great guys, religion and skin color notwithstanding. Indeed. Why is Dave Murphy, Murphy black? After after Kyneton, what is the race of David Murphy? I'm grateful for how awesome the bear community is, and I got a chance to see that firsthand. Meeting Charlie Bear was like meeting old friends for the first time. We had so much in common, and even commented on some of your more recent content, like don't worship anything that shits, and how Adam Camacho's retarded grabbling backfired in your favor. Thank you for all the humor and gravy you deliver on a daily basis. Speaking of gravy, something you touched on just as the hummus hang glider nonsense was taking off, Really resonated with me. You cited a parody article from 2014 that stated that the Jew in Israel would find out that they weren't the Israelites from the Bible and would return to their ancestral homeland in Ukraine. I honestly believe that this very well will happen, and I'm starting to think that much of the vast amount of money being pumped into Ukraine might very well be used for building up the infrastructure of a future Kazaria. 100%. I was talking to a Jew that I'm friends with up here. He's a little paranoid, but great guy. He's like, but Biden's giving money to Iran. So is Obama. Like, what do you think that's all about? I'm like, they're trying to kill Iran. Okay, let me just explain this really quick. When they're giving money to Ukraine, it's to kill all the Ukrainians. I don't know how people don't see this. It's so fucking obvious. Money to Ukraine is very quickly turning into the deaths of all Ukrainian men. What do you think they're trying to do with Iran? You think they're giving them money because they're good people and they want Iran to succeed? No. The reason they're funding Ukraine is to kill Ukraine. The last thing you ever want is to take money from the great shaitan called the United States government. No offense, United States government employees. I know a lot of you are good guys, especially the post office. But um, like, okay, if Obama and Biden are giving you money, it's to kill you. It's literally to kill you. It's to clean out the cattle. Yeah, for the Belt and Road Initiative. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what the entire purpose of the Ukrainian war is not to fund Ukrainians. It's to kill Ukrainians. And they use the spell. Oh, you're the special boys. You're the special boys with the special blood. You're not Russian. They're orcs. You're the special blood boys. 
Now get out there, special blood belt boys, and use all these fancy new weapons we're giving you. What do you think the point of that is? You think it's because they want them to beat Russia? No, it's to kill them. If Iran bites, don't get me wrong, like Iran may attack Israel because of what's going on. But if Iran goes like real nuts, it's to kill Iranians. It's to get them to run into fire. That's the whole point. When you see the world in a spiritual context and the devil wants man to humiliate himself, the devil is the ultimate gamma male. And, and like Vox Day wrote that book, Corporate Cancer, and excerpts of it are basically like, like deep Christian mysticism, Islamic hadiths about like what the devil is. The devil is the gamma, the cancer. So the devil, so the way, you know, the story goes is God gifted man um, with the earth. You know, with we are the stewards of the earth. At one point, we're above the angels. Uh, we had a fall. Uh, but anyway, the long story short is the, the devil is questioning God. And so the devil, so at first the corporate cancer is someone didn't get a promotion. The gamma male didn't get a promotion, so they're just not going to try very hard. Okay, so at first it's like, I'm going to show my resentment and my lack of, okay, this is why it's so important. No matter what you're doing, do the best you can. That's how you honor God. Your boss doesn't matter. None of it matters. Whatever you do, do the best you can. You know? And a lot of these people bitching about Islam, you know that Uber driver that's like, oh, my friend, that guy was a doctor in Syria. You should be very grateful that these Muslims see the world that way or else they would not be doing these jobs in America. And you didn't make enough kids to do the jobs because you've been fucking a guy in the ass. So anyway, the shaitan, the envious one, and you can apply this to corporate cancer. It's the micro and the macro is exact. At first, they start to not want to do a good job because they want to show, they want to teach God a lesson. Then they actively start trying to destroy their business. And you're seeing that everywhere. That's what the devil is. Oh, all right. So like the gamma male at first says, you know, I don't, I don't like what Owen's doing. He's a liar. He's secretly, secretly Trinity, whatever the fuck it is. And then they're like, I'm just going to, I'm not going to support him anymore. No problem. You leave, you go do your thing. But that's not what the gamma male does. The gamma male goes, I'm going to show everyone that Owen's a liar. And that doesn't work because Owen's not a liar. So what do they do? They're like, I'm going to make it look like he's a liar. I'm going to try and ruin, I'm going to try and make him lie. You understand? And that's what the devil does all the time. That's what, like, think about Disney functioning like shit now. And, you know, dudes like, uh, like uh, Quantum of Conscience, they're, they're missing this one piece where they're like, oh, it's bad on purpose. It's bad on purpose. Yeah, but what does that mean exactly? When he's like, oh, they could do a better job with Disney. It's obviously bad on purpose. Like all these movie reviewers are pretending like woke is like ruining everything, but they just keep doing it and they have billions of dollars. But what is the spiritual nature of why it's bad on purpose? It's when you get a gamma infestation of demonic entities that are in the spirit of the shaitan, the envious one, they are doing things bad on purpose. You understand? 
But you have to consent to it. And this is why God is always in control. You have to consent in order for it to work. Or else it just reveals them more and more and more. That's all it is. You know, so if what they're saying is true about you, they have a right to reveal it and an obligation. Like, let's say I really was secretly, Trinity, secretly. And like, I bought my house with Ursa Rio donations and everything's been a lie and it's all leveraged and in debt. Like I put 5% down at Ursa Rio, kept all the money. Uh, I hire Mexicans. I have Mexican slaves on my property. Me and Amy are both transgender and we adopted our children from Brazil. Okay, like let's say all that's true. If that's true, fucking reveal it. But if it's not true, not only does it not work, it builds trust. That's why the demon, this shaitan, actually does a service to man if man doesn't kneel before it. So every time the gamma male, like that, that, that email I showed Bertaria Times, when they, we got a really big donation day. Because people are like, this is all lies. Fuck you, I'm going to help out more. Thank you. It backfires. It actually helps our cause when the demon is proved wrong. If the demon is proved right, they actually serve a function. It's like bacteria. Bacteria eat the dead. And so if you're not dead, you understand what I'm saying? It's like not just bad. That's why the shaitan exists. The envious one will, will call out and will put attention on the bragger, the prideful, the person who wants to be God, the person who wants to be the idol, that's what the shaitan does. The shaitan is actually like, uh, and the jinn and all these, like they actually do serve a purpose to strengthen the man's heart. You know, would you say Theo is a Sigma? No. Theo Vaughn, the guy who never has girlfriends or a wife or kids, Sigma. Do you know what the fuck Sigma means, Jordan? Jesus, people don't know what's it. No, Theo Vaughn is gay. He's a gay faggot, in my opinion. I haven't seen a dick go in a man's ass, but a Sigma appears to be an alpha. Alpha males have a lot of kids. They have beautiful women. You know, they don't have, they're not, when, when they're loners, it's like hidden. Like Vox Day being an alpha uh, Sigma is very, very accurate. He appears to be an alpha. He has a beautiful wife, lots of children, very successful. But there's something off about him. With love. I love him. He's like a close friend of mine. And I I feel honored that we're working together. But it's like they're not looking for approval at all. And And sometimes sigmas are created from childhood trauma. So like all these gammas that are always trying to be sigmas, you're so fucking nakedly crazy. The Sigma, in my opinion, is typically made by a highly competent man who went through some shit as a very young kid who doesn't seek approval from people and is very suspicious of hierarchies, but not a gamma, not trying to overturn the hierarchy, not trying to be the secret king, not trying to, doesn't resent the alpha, just like doesn't connect to it. That's what a Sigma is. The Sigma looks like an alpha. You know, the Sigma doesn't look like a fucking Ellen DeGeneres haircut faggot in Nashville doing shitty stories with a fake Southern accent. That's not a fucking Sigma. That's a fraud. And a gay. 
The Sigma, like, um, I would guess Tom Barnett has Sigma qualities. Tom Barnett clearly can get attractive women. He's very competent. He doesn't subvert, but he's there's something like a little, I wouldn't say shady, but just a little, like, not looking for the same carrots and sticks as men in a hierarchy. A classic alpha is like, really wants to like own a local business, be the coach of every soccer team, cheats on his wife. A lot of times they have a horrible time with infidelity. Um, you know, really goal oriented, uh, you know, seeking approval, blah, blah, blah. And, and the, the weakness of the alpha is flattery. Flattery works on an alpha male really well because the alpha wants people to submit. They want to be the, in charge, the king. People want them to be king and they're not gammas. They accept the responsibility. They're highly competent people. But if like, if somebody is like, you're great, they're like, yeah, that guy gets it. You're in. <laughs> the Sigma doesn't respond well to compliments. They don't get like mad, but they're just, they're, they're very indifferent to it. And I think what happens is very young, uh, Something going on between the ages of like three and seven, three and eight, where you just don't trust. Like, okay, like I have a female. Women aren't sigmas. They don't. Women are not part of the male social sexual hierarchy. But I'll give you an example. Like I have a female friend, friend of the family, who says she's a recovering psychopath. And we laugh about it. She's not a bad person at all. She's a good person because she sees the utility in doing good. She's trustworthy. Like, but there is something off and very intelligent. And she knows why it's because her sister died when she was very young and her family after that was, would not give each other affection. And so because of that, her family always had this like feeling that at any point, one of them would die. And because of that, they, she didn't develop the way most people develop. No, not Jewish. No, uh, I'm not going to say what she is. Cause it's, it would, I don't, I don't like revealing people's identities when I'm just talking about like, you know, personal, and I don't think she'd care at all. I think she'd find this hilarious and I'm talking about it, but, um, but that, that like distance, like if you're from a family where one of your siblings died when you were young and developing, uh, isn't every girl a recovering psychopath? No, a lot of girls have that, like, uh, that bubbly, that no, a lot of like women have a, a tendency to move on quickly and be very cold when they have to. You know, it's the Genghis Khan factor. It's why they're actually attracted to a lot of the conquerors in Europe right now that are dark and Muslim and all the fucking faggot Irish keep calling it rape. But meanwhile, their chicks like, like the guy with the machete because they're seeing them being overtaken by a new race. Women can be extremely unloyal <laughs> when a man has fallen. That's unfortunate, but it's a fact. But when their man or nation has not fallen, in which they will immediately have sex with and breed with the conquerors, they've done it forever. It's how they survive. Um, they're very emotional and empathic, and they're based on relationships. And it's all about having very close relationships. And, but there's a certain type of woman that their childhood did not lead to that, you know, and so they didn't develop that. And the Sigma is that a Sigma is someone who probably would have been an alpha or a Bravo, very competent, 
man that women are attracted to that can be seen as a leader because of their competence, but there's something that doesn't, they don't like follow the rules properly because they don't, they're like missing something that other people have. Now, it's an advantage in certain ways to not have that empathic connection to other people. Um, you know, like, because you're more capable of like, uh, special forces guys are like rugged, a certain type of businessman could function awesome as a Sigma because they don't get, you know, like a CIA guy could be like that. That's deep cover could be a great Sigma because they, they could be, they could be very competent in deep cover and then just bail because they don't feel close to people. They don't, they don't have that like need for approval that other people have. Um, you know, and so that's what a Sigma is. So no, Theo Vaughn is, is the opposite of a Sigma. His whole world is about approval, typically from men sexually. That's why he has a lesbian's haircut. <laughs> Fuck with me, Theo. I'll use you as a punchline for about 20 years. Hopefully that helped. All right, Vox, uh, what does it say? Vox said he's not a psychopath. He took a test. Yeah, it's a great theme he has. But yeah, he doesn't, like, Vox doesn't fall for flattery. I I can, as a Bravo, a high-ranking Bravo situational alpha. Like, in this community, I'm alpha. But growing up as the second born, I have tendencies to look to my big brother for guidance. That's why I don't typically come up with a plan and I don't like instinctively want to tell people what to do. That was always my brother's role, but like I've, I've accepted my role as alpha in my community, which is great. I'm honored and I work really hard at it and I try to do a good job, but I see it as a, uh, a huge responsibility that can be uh, exhausting, but it is what it is. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I was just talking about. I lost my train of thought. Walter Bear, there's a clear remedy with the Quran and demon expelling. Yeah. Christians have it too, but they just don't care anymore. Typically they, they're just so into Israel and anal and you know, their potlucks. Joe Bell, who says Bravo BB. Here's a return of my refund from the special and a little extra to pay away some gayness for the lateness. Thanks for all you do. And cheers, God. Oh, I got to finish this uh, awesome letter. Vox is great. UATV is the best. Yeah, it's awesome. Vox is a great guy. And understanding uh, the social sexual hierarchy really helps you understand working with other people. Uh, it's, it's so important. And the gamma is the shaitan. It is the Satan. The gamma male is the envious one of the alpha, but could never do it. They don't like responsibility. They're, they have horrible intentions they're run by ego, run by the demonic. Because someone pointed out, they're like, yeah, Owen doesn't have a constant internal monologue because he uses the ego as a tool, which is the purpose of ego. Like I can think in words in my head and I do it a lot, but it's like a tool. It's not like me. I'm just like using it as a tool. The gamma male is only ego. It's only like, but what about me? And the gamma male becomes dangerous Um you know, a lot of gamma males are just like, they're intentionally lazy and spiteful because secretly they should be secretly, you know, but the gamma males that get very dangerous, like the demonically satanic gamma males 
are um, they, they actively try and destroy the hierarchy to prove that they're that God was wrong. You know, the authority is wrong about them. And that's really fucked up. Um, all right. Are gammas created by trauma or do they just always suck? I would guess a lot of it is trauma, bad parenting. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't have an answer to that. But you can spot their behavior a mile away. The secret king. You know, the secret king is... The envious one. They think that they're owed more. They're never grateful. They're always offended and they have no sense of humor. That's literally the gamma. And you'll watch them like become way worse. Like you'll see seeds of the gamma male. Like you saw it with Jim Bob. It was like watching a gamma emerge from a cocoon. Which is slowly. And and then it just gets to a point where it's like. They just. And then they're like gone. You know. They're like. Oh, gone much? Really? So Owen is going to say I'm gone? So Owen is going to say I'm demonically possessed? So Owen is going to say that I can't, that he didn't blackmail me and try to, you're like, oh boy, oh boy. Oh, really? Did you see? Oh, the bears, embarrassment, fucking teep. They're all fucking disgusting, gay, fucking, the bear is a gay man. You're just like, whoa, dude, you just emerged. You just emerged like an upside down butterfly. Like it's like they started off as like there's tendencies. There's little gamma tendencies. And want to know what it is that really fucking goes crazy about the, the gamma is public humiliation. And I'm actually trying to work on not doing it as much. My role in why sometimes gammas go so crazy with me is I publicly humiliate them so effectively that I become their focus of their entire world. Because the gamma's like, oh, secretly, oh. And then, but I'll just like look at them and in front of thousands of people, make fun of them and reveal them so totally that they're just like gone at that point. And so, and that's why they'll just be lingering around for years and years. Oh, look at you. It's like, why do they watch every one of my streams? It's like I own them now. It's like I made them into slaves. Even though they're always like trying to fuck with us and be like, I'm writing an article. I, how come the guy you bought the land off of has the same last name? Oh, you guys are secretly. And I'm just like, I own, I own your mind. That's fucking crazy. My dream role in this community is Delta of Castle Builder. Good Charles 369 Bear. Yeah, the public humiliation is what turns a benign gamma into like a demon monster. And I will take some responsibility. There is an argument to why it's good that I do that. Because you can see it clearly. They won't be able to linger around causing mischief. I, it's funny. Like it's, I don't do it to fuck them up. Like, until I see them go totally nuts, I didn't even think it was possible. But I am trying to work on that where it's like, how, how hard do I have, should I go with these guys? Like, turning them into memes and songs. It's like, imagine being a gamma male secret king where your whole world is like envy and you're secretly owed more and everyone's getting a deal and you're secretly. And, and, and it's just like, you become a joke It's like that trauma like turns you into this fucking like 
Like out of a cocoon comes this like monster and your humor's gone. Your productivity's gone. You just keep publicly embarrassing yourself. And no matter how many ways out I can like propose, you'll never do it. I mean, hopefully you do, but like, I've just like, I, cause I couldn't believe it. I'm like, Oh, eventually Jim Bob will see how fucking crazy he's being or like Squirtus. Oh, look, it's like, like, uh, Jordan Peterson, just back the war. Squirtus might come around. They never do. In fact, they're like, Oh no, Owen's definitely going to die soon. It Vox is going to humiliate it. And you're like, Oh my God, you've just become this like demon face. So if you're managing a gamma, always ask yourself, like, how hard do you have to go publicly? Because they, they, you, you may make a servant. I have a buddy who's a lawyer once, and we're talking about suing some social media company. And he goes, he was like, uh, he was like the, the reason I don't want to, he goes, we'll make like a demon spawn. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, like, right now we're kind of just operating. If we go hard at Facebook or something... He goes, they'll hire a guy that's only dedicated to fucking with us. And we were laughing about it. Like, he wasn't scared or anything. It was all strategic. He's like, if we come out hard at them, and we learned this in Patreon too. If we go hard at them and we reveal the demon, like public humiliation, jokes, memes, they double down until there's like a full-time demon. And they have deep-ass pockets. We're just all day and night. The demon is just like, and so yeah, gamma rage. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, the gamma rage doesn't work long-term because it's so self-destructive, but like, do you want to deal with it? All right. How to manage a gamma for dummies. Yeah. Yeah. The public humiliation is what really turns the gamma. It's why I like to uh, publicly humiliate Um, that's why I don't get on board with like, oh, humiliation ritual. I'm like, good. Yes. I like that. Like if there's dudes around me with like my passcodes and like Coddington handles thousands of dollars for me every month, I'm going to call his mom a whore. And if he freaks out, he's out of here because that's pretty much like, I would never publicly humiliate Coddington with something that wasn't comedic. You know, like, uh, like if he's going through something in his life or something, I would never like use anything against him. Like ask Kyneton. I always am like very discreet with our lives and everything. But if I do something that's obviously ridiculous and his ego flares up, I can't like that. That's like such a sign. And that's why I do what I do. All right. Um, what are, you were talking about is essentially the central thesis of EMJ's book. Degenerate moderns. You either conform your life to the truth or you try to conform the truth to your life. Yeah, totally. Once again, great show. Thank you. Yeah, and that's the, the idea of the black hole is real. It's just not in space. It's in people. Like the black hole distorts reality and gravity around it and light doesn't leave it. They're describing their heart, guys. It's not... So is his mom a whore? Yeah, she's a $5 whore, specializing in jerking off. They call her Soft Hands Coddington. Anyway, because um, like a gamma demon couldn't handle that. They'd be like, <laughs> my mom's not a fucking whore. And I can, over time, I'd be able to see it in your behavior. I know that sounds high level, but like, 
in doing what I'm doing, like revealing, I don't know, an Israeli genocide, the nature of Hollywood, pedophiles in plain sight, I get a lot of attention from demons. Okay, a lot of attention. And so I have to like uh, really understand how they operate and like what battles I want to get into with them and all kinds of shit. That's why I like the uh, I like the defensive nature of Islam because it's like how to just not let any of them in. That's why they always say praise be to the God. God is perfect. Like, you know, peace be upon him, blah, blah, blah. Like they're always doing that to test the gammas. Like to see who's in, you know, like when you say like, oh, blessings from Allah, Allah, the most merciful, Allah is perfect. When you're looking at someone else's giant family or new car or something like that, it's to keep the envy out. It's like it's it works really fucking well. And most Christians are like, might be nice. <laughs> All right. The roast comedian is allowed to roast his butler. The demons are Nephilim spirit. I don't like people mocking Nephilim. I think Nephilim were actually pretty cool. I think the Nephilim have been completely misrepresented. Who's telling you the Nephilim are bad? Jews? I mean, why? Because they were tall and had six fingers? They were doing basic math and they were way taller than the Jews? Oh, they're trying to hurt me. They ate everyone. Oh, really? Does that mean you ate everyone, Jews? Yes, 1948. Don't believe a single goddamn thing they say, man. It's like... If they tell you Nephilim are bad, Nephilim are good. It's like everything they say is completely opposite. They're like, oh, the Nephilim. Oh, yeah, tall guy with six fingers, so evil. He was eating babies and raping. Ira, were you eating babies and raping? Yes, but I got to because you, sir, I'm fucking. I'm, I'm into Nephilim a lot. Like, I, I think. I think they're cool. Okay. Speaking of gravy, something you touched on just as the... Oh, I read that. Also, all right. I, I honestly believe that this may be well happened, the Ukrainian project, yeah. And I'm starting to think that much of the vast amount of money being pumped into Ukraine might very well be using for building the infrastructure of Kazaria. Well, it's to kill all the Ukrainian males, yes. Like the white ones, like not the, like the grabbler. Like they want the inbred like crazy demon types to take over Ukraine. Yeah, I I mean, obviously. Like, you know, those like big-eared, crazy, bloodthirsty, like like the ones laughing about all the rapes they do. They want those guys to take over those like really handsome Ukrainian men that can build a stone cottage out of nothing in the woods. They hate those guys. And they want them all to die for their country. It's fucking insane. All the giants I know are pretty good guys. Six-finger giants must be amazing. Like the giant of Kandahar that they that the Jew just killed for no... Oh, he threw a spear at me. You went to Afghanistan. You went to his cave. You tried to kill him. And he killed one of you with a fucking spear. Six fingers, six toes, 15 feet tall. That's confirmed. Giant of Kandahar. And all the Jews want to do is pretend they were being attacked when they literally flew to Afghanistan, went to his cave, armed, 
And he threw a spear at him and they killed him. And they're like, oh, terrorism. God, these people are so fucking disgusting. Imagine if Muslims dropped two giant bombs on Tel Aviv and London. And then they made a movie about the guy who created those bombs like he was a good guy. And it was called Mohammed Oppenheimer. Like, think about how fucking sick that is. So they vaporized, I, I don't believe nuclear bombs are real, but they bombed the fuck out of, out of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So imagine they just drop huge mushroom clouds on Tel Aviv, London, D.C., just everyone's dead. And then, like, Al Jazeera comes out with a movie called, like, Mohammed Oppenheimer, the hero. I mean, it's, it's like, it's so demonically sick that most people can't even see it. They're like blind to how fucked up these people are. Oh, well, you sir, well, you, but without the Jew, they poke the bear and then kill the bear because the bear tried to hurt them. Oh, oh. The giant of Kandahar was probably a bear. He, Afghani bear. Six-fingered bear. I was wondering why I haven't been getting letters from him. It's because the goddamn Marines killed him for no fucking reason. Giants are Nephilim? Yeah, we are. And I'm not scared to talk about it anymore. Once again, great show. I already fucking read this, Coddington. If you check out a few videos showing how life is in Kiev these days, as opposed to Philadelphia, you'll see this makes some sense. Also, given that the Jews have been kicked out of just about every country known to man, and given how they wouldn't be able to handle the cold in Antarctica... It would make sense for them to set up a new state in their old homeland. Yeah, it's 100% what they're doing. Yeah, and they have to kill all the fucking Ukrainians first and then scare them all out of Israel. Yeah, they're, they're so pathetic, these people. Yeah, but we're just trying. It's like, they're just these puppeted-ass demons, man. Like, uh, all right, listen to this song. And tell me this isn't the song about a demon popping into a dude for the first time in a thousand years. What is this? Not Celine Dion. It's by a nig. It's called Alive. I'm alive. And I'm doing my thing. I'm doing my I'm alive. Do I just write in black? Alive? Listen to this song. Dude, I listen to this song a lot, actually. And I had this like weird feeling like this was about something. Johnny Thunder. Oh, this is totally like demon inspired. Like imagine this song. And this song is so copyrighted too. And no one even knows it. It's totally in that world from 1969. Okay. Listen to this song. Picture a demon getting inside a highly traumatized, evacuated human being to this song. Listen to these lyrics. Like the demon comes in and he's starting to feel his fingers and it's like he's he's been disembodied for a thousand years. He's like... Running around, fucking doing Netflix. I'm alive, and I'm clean, fresh, 
I mean, that's the lyric that makes me think it's about demons. I'm real. That's not a guy singing this song. What's this? He's like... I can taste and The lyric says, I can taste and touch and see and feel I'm alive. Like disembodied demon for like a thousand years. Hey! And it just feels like it's... It's like that world. Yeah, live backwards is evil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You hear those lyrics? I'm a man. And then describes all these different colors of men. I'm yellow, I'm black, and I'm red, and I'm tan. I'm a man. Because, like, uh, Jerry, Jerry, uh, what's his name? Marzinski talks about how when you ask the demon, who are you? And they say, we. They always talk in we. Because they're, they're legion. You know? What's this? <laughs> Never heard of it? There's screeching sounds? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, they, them. That's why that whole push for the pronouns was the pronoun of the devil. They. Them. Us. We. Doesn't that sound like a snake? <laughs> All right, that was a little bit of a sidetrack. Um, hi has the hiss of a snake. Yeah, it's like it's screeching, hissing. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I don't. I'm not even mad at the Jews or anything. It's like I think a lot of them are totally just vacated meat puppets. Isn't there a band called the Meat Puppets? Let's see what they sing. Meat Puppets. I bet that's what they call people. Meat Puppets Plateau. Meat Puppets Sam. Whoa. Let's check this out. This is what happens when you don't have an internal monologue. You just roll the dice. What is this? Well, everyone's retarded. Okay, they all look super gay. Meat puppets rule, says rabbit eats bears. Okay, well, I mean, you want to see what a gamma male w- like looks like? Hang on a second. No offense, Kyneton. Hang on. Okay, like this guy, up to something. I can, I can spot it a mile away. Yes. 
Would you trust this guy with your mom, Kyneton? Look at that guy. Now, I'm out. Oh, you're so superficial. Uh, am I? Or do I just get it? Um, we'll be... uh, they're all putting their Rothschild money to better use by getting the Russians to denazify Ukraine. All in all, this seems like a reasonable escape plan for the Jew. Uh, if the upper echelon grab or his wet dream of the mutual annihilation of Zionism and fundamental Islam in World War III, as outlined in Albert Pike in the letter to Giuseppe Mazzini from 1871, is to come to fruition. At any rate, I don't, no one's wiping out Islam, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's not happening. They, they, they may want to. I mean, I don't know. They're trying to say, like, uh, demonic secularism against God's law. And I know a lot of you guys are spiraling. Ah, really? Tell that to Jesus, Lord King. Okay, well, if you look at Sharia law, it's like the way to keep society from becoming totally fucking crazy. And I know it can sound harsh to a lot of you faggots, but it's like, it's pretty legit. Like, a lot more legit than I am, I'll tell you that. Um... Hang on, let me read these. Mormon Rishi, I saw a PBS clip of an author discussing his book where a 1600-era jester is the main character. Among the jester's roles is to be in touch with both the royalty and peasantry to act as a medium between those two opposite classes. You are my jester and my jester for all America. A psychopomp so fitting. I agree with that. I think that's exactly what I am. Thank you for that. Bearplegic dropped off coffee to trash Panda Bear the other night. He said, you can't find content anywhere else like Owens. I agree. And he said, yeah, he's been ladling some good stuff lately. Here's some money, fag, says Bearplegic. Oh, Bearplegic's trying to spend $7 on a commercial. I saw you in Jim Bob's chat, Bearplegic, trying to play both sides when there was clearly a good and a bad side. Not kicking you out, but I'm always going to be very watchful of your dead-legged ass. Hey, Owen, I was curious if you were aware of John Hopkins' genetic study of Israel's population. The results showed 97.5% of the Judaics living in Israel have no ancient Hebrew blood. Yeah, yeah, no, they're uh, inbred Ukrainians. Well, 80% of the Palestinians actually have the ancient Hebrew blood. Guys, it's all inverted. Anti-Semitism is being against Palestinians. Oh, that's anti-Semitism. That's Jew hate. It's literally them. They only project. They only project. And once you see the pattern, it's so fucking obvious. They're not... It's like the old joke. The Holy Roman Empire was neither holy nor Roman nor an empire. You know, it's like when the definition is subverted, that's corporate cancer. That's the shaitan. That's the demon. When, when the way it's described is literally the exact opposite, you smell sulfur because you're dealing with demons. Israel Judaics are, of course, then not Semites, but all Khazarians and Ashkenazis. Yes, they're not Semites. They're not Jews. They're not Hebrews. They're Khazarian people that are following a religion as close to Satanism as, human, as you can describe. Okay. Well, who BB, check out the lyrics to See Is I'm Alive. Hmm, interesting. 
At any rate, thanks again for all the laughter and levity you bring to this dark world. By the grace of God, please accept the enclosed analog super chat. As a way to pay my gay away, consider this payment for being a globe skeptic working for a place pushing the spinning ball, for being inside several buildings, for showering instead of bathing, and for emoji use I used earlier. Maybe, may the good Lord bless you, Amy and the boys. Onward to Bertaria. Quadima Bear. Thank you, my friend. That was excellent. I appreciate you tremendously. Uh, sweet. Cool. All right. What? Uh, I think that's going to be it for me. We identify as Israel. Exactly. Toronto Jew Bear. Toronto Jew Bear is like a jester of the Jews. Trout Jubert can walk in between reality and Jewish insanity better than anyone I've ever seen, including myself, and I'm damn good at it. Like, he can literally be, like, beating a chicken to death and then here talking normally. It's fucking incredible. There's something very special about Toronto Jubert. Anti-Semitism is used to be someone who hated the Jew. Now anti-Semitism is who the Jews hate. Yeah, but you're already falling for it. They're not Jews. There's layers of the deception. They're just leprechauns. Anti-Semitism used to be someone who hated the Jews. Now it's someone who the Jews hate. No! They're not Jews. They're not Semites. They're not anything. They're fucking lying Satanist tricksters. Like just, oh, oh, you, Sarah, oh, you want to, you're raping a baby, me. I think things are going to get gnarly, man. Um... Amy Schumer just tweeted this clip of MLK talking about Israel and anti-Semitism as if this justifies what Israel is doing. They're in hell. They're in hell. They're living in a constant hell. There's, there's just, it's insane. I have a dream today that the Jew needs to kill and rape the little Arab boy and the little Arab girl and then accuse the Muslim of doing the exact same thing. I have a dream today that one day my stinky hang low will get whacked off by Coddington's mama. All right. Yeah, Jew Bear eats the chicken after he kills it for, for all his sins. Tip for the piano man and the dirt buckets. Gravy is always top shelf. You're doing great, kid. Shout out to all the Bears. Such a solid group to be part of. Cheers. Thanks, Hot Rod Scott 3. Having a good time today. It's Ticket Stop Tuesdays. Coming in hot. Cincinnati, W946. Morning Radio. We're here with Comedian Owen Benjamin. Comedian Owen Benjamin has a funny story about adopting a dog. Well, so I hear you adopted a dog, Comedian Owen Benjamin. What's going on with that dog? Oh, Ticket Stop. Oh, real quick. We got we to gotta take a couple callers. Choo-choo time. <laughs> Brought to you by Tony's Tires. Down there at Tony's Tires, we'll get your tire. Anyway, we're here with comedian Owen Benjamin, who just won't stop saying the word nigger. So, what's going on with that word nigger? <laughs> choo-choo up, oh, choo-choo trains here. Before we get to comedian Owen Benjamin, who really gets disgusted by guys who chop their dicks up. <laughs> oh, you know what time it is? Ticket Time Tuesday down at Tony's Tires here in Cincinnati, W9469, where the dick goes in the mouth. 69-69-101-69-119-109 Jew country. 109 countries. Jews got kicked out. Is that what somebody said there, uh, Mr. Owen Benjamin? Here we go. Morning radio. 5 o'clock in the morning. Owen Benjamin's been drinking since 4.30 in the morning. Here he is 
What do you got to say? I hear you uh, adopted a dog. But before we get to that story, Owen Benjamin has a funny story about being tall on an airplane. Owen Benjamin, what's going on? What's it like being so tall on an airplane? Before we get to that, we got Tony's Tires, the sponsor, brought to you by Israeli Genocide, and of course, Lubricant. The train is coming in, Joe Rogan's anus, Tony's Lubricants, keeping that butthole slipping, sliding down to Louisiana with old Theo Vaughn and his hot sauce cock. Anyway, we're here with old Benjamin, so I hear you adopted a dog and you're very tall. Live on the scene, uh, was, old Benjamin won't stop saying the word nigger. Oh, we just lost all our sponsors. Yeah, looks like I'm uh, out of a job. The word nigger is a liability shield according to comedian old Benjamin. W916-69 in your mouth, 109 countries. Um, I'm trying to come. One second, this is my wife. Hello? Hi, are you Yeah, I'm landing the plane right now. Is everything good? Oh, cool. How'd it go? Beautiful. All right, cool. I got George in here, too, so he's good. Okay, cool. I got him. All right, love. I'll see you soon. Well, we got a caller. Comedian Owen Benjamin's wife's checking in, seeing what's going on with George. He kept breaking in the house. Comedian Owen Benjamin, you're known for not cucking to the Jew, and you won't stop saying nigger. Why is that? You also had a... Oh, we just lost all our sponsors. That's my boss on the phone. Looks like I'm being evicted. Well, W6969, Cincinnati's number 15th morning radio, where the nine dead guys are currently listening total. But comedian Owen Benjamin contractually has to be here at 5 o'clock in the morning, even though he's drunk as a skunk and smells like a dumpster. Owen Benjamin, so I hear you just adopted a dog. All right. That was a lot of fun. This needs to be animated. This is Dan. Cleveland is full of niggers. Comedian Old Benjamin here to talk about the nigger problem going on in Cleveland. We're sponsored by Tony's Tires and Papa John's Pizza. Coming in hot since 1981. So, Old Benjamin, what's going on with all these goddamn niggers in Cleveland? But before we get to, oh, got a call from my boss. Looks like we're out of business. The Jew is taking us down. Because we cannot have any sense of race here. Or else they don't, they're not allowed to squirt over there. Brought to you by bombs dropping on Gaza as we speak. Keeping the Jews safe since 1948 so they can rape a little kid in the ass. Anyway, we're here with a comedian, Owen Benjamin. Now you need to tease tomorrow's show. Well, we're here talking about demons with comedian Owen Benjamin, known from Punk, Chelsea Lately, Jay Leno, Jimmy Fallon, and now he's a series regular on TBS's Sullivan and Son, produced by the great Vince Vaughn. But before we get to that, we're going to talk about the nigger problem going on in Cleveland and all these guys shopping off of their dicks. Comedian Owen Benjamin, before we get to that, uh, it sounds like he's got a funny story about being tall, being picked first in basketball, but not being very good at basketball. Real cutting stuff here, Owen Benjamin, but anyway... Oh, this just in, the tall comedian known for adopting dogs from Sarah McLaughlin commercials just won't stop saying nigger and he will not talk to the Jew. We have a tweet that apparently you ate a pot brownie given to you by Joey Diaz and now you can't stop saying nigger. So, WTBS, Cleveland, 6969.
Going, going to the phones. You're live with Bigotry and the Bear, nigger. Uh, the adopted dog got left in the traffic lanes and the candy cruise. Traffic lady here. The uh, helicopter. We got the bird's eye view sponsored by Tony's Tampon. Shove them in your anus if you've been doing too much out of me, uh, Tom. <laughs> Brought to you by Depends Diapers. Whether you're the president of the United States or just a common sodomite going on a trip with Joe Rogan to hump the elk, you're going to need Tony's Depends Diapers. Put in your ass so when the poop falls out, you don't stink like shit. We're here with Comedian Home Management to talk about what's going on with those goddamn niggers. Oh, there's the choo-choo train coming in. Looks like someone's stealing his bike again. <laughs> We're here with Bigotry and the Bear all morning long. Ticket stop Tuesday. If you have Bigotry and the Bear on your... If you put a Bigotry and the Bear sticker on your car, we might stop you in traffic, pull you over, and give you a new Tony tampon used for your butthole if you're an LGBT activist. <laughs> Looks like Joe Rogan's getting sodomized by an eagle and a bear in a fake Hollywood story. Called the Holocaust, brought to you by Schindler's List. Steven Spielberg fucking his adopted black daughter since 1986, Tom. <clears throat> All right. Whitney Cummings is here. Her face is melting off because she's been injecting live bacteria into her under eyelids so she doesn't look like the little girl that daddy abandoned. We're here with uh, comedian Owen Benjamin. Why does uh, Whitney Cummings hate her face so much? It's because her white-collar criminal father used to look at that face before he beat her mom. But before we get to that, looks like the nigger train's coming in. We're going to talk about the nigger problem going on in Cleveland. Is it because of central banking? Well, Henry Ford sure does think so. We're going to be reading a little excerpt from the International Jew by local hero Henry Ford. We're right here at Detroit, W6969, where the Jew is always looked at. With bigotry and the bear all morning. Traffic cam and the news on the 7th. Looks like an Israeli's killed another little kid, Tom. But he's justifying it because of a Steven Spielberg movie, which was directed by a guy who fucked his black adopted daughter and turned her into a porn star. Okay, uh, I need... I need tips for that. Solid stream, thanks, Sweeney. BB's ability to riff like that, solid fucking gold. Bigotry and the Bear coming in hot every morning. 109 W109. 109 countries that the Jew has been asked to leave from town, but they managed to weasel their way right back in using media banking and, of course, a lot of shame, Bill. If they, if you let them clip your baby's dick, they feel that they pretty much own your own family. Isn't that right? So we're here with Comedian Old Benjamin in the morning. 66.6 on the nose. Um, with riffs like this, who needs thoughts? That's... <laughs> That should be my slogan. With jokes like this, who needs thoughts? 0.911 a.m. We're looking, we're interviewing the dancing Israelis, Tom, wondering what they're really celebrating and how a Cessna driver could take down Building 7 without even touching it. <clears throat> Shut up, paraplegic. Adam Carolls always would say mattress and lands and 401. Oh, Adam Carolls is such a fag. Coming in hot. Looks like we got a helicopter dropping off Theo Vaughn after he just had to suck off the entire Clippers. Nothing makes Joe Rogan in the morning happier than seeing Theo Vaughn used as a sex slave by uh, 11 niggers. <laughs> That's how he gets his Netflix deals done. 
But it fills the hole in his heart brought on by a very impoverished childhood in Louisiana. Take a stop Tuesday. Today's topic, steel beams and heat. And why no one talks about the Jew. The Juju train's coming in. Toronto Jew bear has a little mail from Canada. What's that day walker up to today, Dom? Is he trying to get a little roll on the farm before shit hits the fan? All right. From Building 7 to Pearl Harbor, we got bigotry in the bear all morning long. Sponsored by Depends Divers. If you're a faggot and you can't stop, you can't stop fucking a guy in the ass like Joe Rogan, you're going to need Tony's Depends. Oh man, must have been a great stream today, says Simone Poppy. Well, I mean, this is, it's not a stream. I'm a morning radio. We're here with comedian Owen Benjamin. He's got a great story about being friends with a Samoan who gave him a wooden sword. What was that wooden sword like, comedian Owen Benjamin? Did it kind of look like a fish hook and be, it's like super brutal and crazy? <laughs> oh, choo-choo trains coming in, talking about the Jews. Later on the show is Theobon's one-legged midget. Where, why, how did he do it? Did he fuck it? Why isn't he in jail? Theo Vaughn in the morning. Kind of file super chat. All right, unauthorized.tv. You know that what I just did deserves a tip. You tip a valet for driving your Hyundai three blocks. <laughs> P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Point Idaho, 83864. Send gold, send silver, send money, 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 and letters that tell me about you, tell me about me, tell me about life, and a lot of gravy. It's Bigotry in the Bear, 9-1-1 a.m., talking about Jews today, Tom. All right. Irish Truth Seeker Bear. Hilarious stream. Thanks for another epic week of laughter and gravy. Have a great evening. I'm going off to be in me own mouth, says Irish Truth Seeker Bear. Rabbit Ears Bear. Streams have been amazing lately, Big Bear. I just want to say a lot of us American Jews were never taught about the Talmud and are also finding out what it says for the first time. I'm upset as it has been sinking in more and more that we have been used as a liability shield by powerful Jews. Yes. And by powerful Jews, you mean the devil himself, who walks this world as the prince of the air, Tom. Uh, probably lives in Switzerland. Welder Bear crushing, thank you. Deep State Bear, grab where football, LA Gay Mafia versus Tennessee Tightwads. Looks like they just tackled tight end Ben Shapiro. Cor- correction, that's wide receiver. Clipping called on the plate, talking about his dick. Last call, shout out to Otto for his fantastic NASA ad- Edits in Insta. Two Romans up. Indeed. Looks like we got a clip dick on the plate, Tom. Sandra Bullock's buying it for pennies on the dollar. And she's dead of suicide. Looks like the demons really got to her, Bill. Copper Barrett, thanks for the epic streams. Mossy Rock, Washington. Bear meet up this weekend, 11-4. Reach out to Northwest T or Copper Bear on BTA for more deets. And Persian Jew, I cannot wait to order my dick's diapers. Dick's Diapers, sponsoring Bigotry in the Bear in the Morning, all morning long, Tom. We're here with comedian Owen Benjamin, known for this TBS sitcom that only 2.6 million people watch a week. Well, that's enough to get a good road work going on, Tom, before he gets kicked out for refusing to stop saying nigger, Bill. <laughs> so, comedian Owen Benjamin, what's up with all that nigger talk? Why don't you just say N-word and fit in and make money? And then we're going to talk about what's going on with niggers in Cleveland. <laughs> Why is everyone getting raped and mugged, Bill? 
All right. Got to feel sorry for the deli juice. Eh, you know, I'm here for them. And I'm always instructing people not to lash out at your fellow man. It's pretty obvious. But now I'm called a Jew shill because I don't want to kill all the Jew for the Palestinian child being burned alive. Well, poor little rabbit ears bear did not burn a little kid alive. And if she knew about that, she wouldn't have signed on unless she was highly traumatized by a lot of fear porn, Tom. Where the, the Gaza Muslims are literally, uh, they're, they're described as wild animal monkeys just trying to kill and rape any Jew they see, Tom. But in reality, those Jews' dads and grandfathers did exactly that to the Palestinians in 1948. Are they sad about it, Bill? No, they think it's funny. Here comes the juju train. Heading straight to another concentration camp where they're going to be asked to do mild labor and it's good. they're going to lie and say it literally killed them. Here they go to Ukraine, known for its farming, but the Jew can't farm anything but human sin, Tom. They can sell pornography and vodka to anybody, but they can't grow a plant. Looks like no more grain in Europe, Bill. Looks like all that Ukrainian black soil is going to go to waste once the goddamn demons take over. The Washington No Foreskins are crushing the Cleveland Browns good sound. They rewrote American history for Americans to hate themselves, saying that they genocide the Indians, when in reality the very Jews writing the history genocided the Muslims. Oh, Jesus, I'm squirting again, Tom. Looks like the white Americans are like literally the nicest, most generous, understanding people in the world. But they're demonized as being racist by a bunch of genocidal, racist, clip-dick, satanic Jews. They're going to go to Ukraine this time, Tom, or are they just going to die in a hellfire of their own creation? We don't know, but it's brought to you by Joey's Diapers. Hey, George, do you think I'm a crazy person or a genius? George is like, I just want food. I'm like Samoan Poppy. Don't put mint in it. Make me a sandwich going down to Canada's Deli. It's a damn good sandwich, Tom. Just don't let the deli owner see that unclipped dick, Bill. They'll claim that you're full of hate. And you should be a slave. Because the Jew is slave to their own addictions like masturbation belt. That's why God literally told them to clip their dicks to desperately try to get them to not jerk off. But all they did is invent petroleum jelly and start three world wars. They're fucking demons. Bigotry and the Bear, sponsored by Master Lock and Nigger Books. You're going to want to lock up that bike if there's a nigger within 10 miles of the comedian. Tip for the radio man. Thanks, Wilson Bear. No, it literally is an informative radio show. We got a lot of traffic on the 405 this morning. Looks like a bunch of Mexicans and a nigger got in a uh, gunfight, Tom. Sounds like importing the third world because you can't fucking cut your own grass. Not a great idea, Tom. But the Jews don't think too far ahead because they're suffering from uh, a lot of childhood drama. But we don't care anymore. We're kind of sick of them and want to ship them off to Madagascar. Here comes the juju train heading to Madagascar. <laughs> Looks like the conductor steals on and you got to bear him by letting him fuck you in the ass. But Looks like his dips, dick's limp, Tom. He's going to need Alex Jones boner pills. Hillary Clinton wants you soft. The Patriot boner is required. Theo Vaughn's got to take patriotic butters off, so he's not going to be able to put you in diapers. If you're going to be on the juju train to Madagascar, Patriot, Patriot Boner's going to have to get you in the ass. Theo Vaughn has no confidence. He hasn't had an erection in years. He can only get an erection when he sees someone die. Bigotry in the bear. Bigotry in the bear calling in Alex Jones, pure patriotism, pure 
pure male vitality. If you want to grow hair on your forehead, you're going to need some male vitality. It's made from, made from the blood, blood of the deep state. <clears throat> I remember when, I remember when I lost my mind. I remember when I lost my ability to get an erection. That's why I do patriotic boner bills. Even your emotions had an echo in so much space. Speaking of space, NASA's going to space next year. I know that because the ship looks like a giant erection and the deep state doesn't want you knowing about erections. When you're out there without care, I was out of touch. I was out of touch because of censorship by the deep state. Hillary Clinton. You can beat the deep state by giving, buying my boner bills. You don't do much. The deep state's gonna try to make you limp. Does that make me crazy? Does that make me crazy? I must be crazy taking forty percent off male vitality. Does that make me crazy? Promo code Sandy Hook. Probably. I was little, ever since I was little, it looked like fun. But it's no coincidence I fall. It's no coincidence building seven falls on Deep State. I can die when I'm done. Maybe I'm crazy. I must be crazy for digging off 66% of the motor bill. Taking off 91.1% of the butter bill for male vitality, the Patriots must be hard. Maybe I'm crazy. Probably. And I hope that you are having the time of your life. Time of your life can't be done with a limp penis. Think twice. It's my only advice. I have advice for you. If you want to beat the deep state, it's time to get aroused. The Patriot, pure mercury, liquid mercury. Come on now, who do you? Who do you? Who do you? Who do you think you are? Ha ha ha! Bless your soul. Ha ha ha! Ha ha! You're a limp penis too. For 91% off promo code at Sandy Hook, you can get a hard patriotic erection. It's pure liquid mercury with a little bit of uranium. Stop make me crazy. Promo code Sandy Hook. Stop make me crazy. You're going to want to get aroused. Stop make me crazy. You'll grow your hair back even on your forehead. You look like an Armenian for 66% off promo code Sandy Hook. I'm beating the deep state every night. The 
Chicoms don't want you to have liquid mercury poured all over your flaccid penis. We're here with Roger, Roger Stone. Roger Stone, your last name is Stone because you're stone hard, patriotic cock. Tell the people about how liquid mercury with a little bit of electricity keeps you hard fucking for days and days. The Chicoms, the Chicoms want you limp and squareless. Make sure you hydrate. Hillary Clinton doesn't want you to hydrate. I can't decide you'll suicide your dumb dick. George Soros wants you to whip his fucking Russian noodle. Iran's gonna bomb your dick. Iran's gonna bomb your dick and false flag your dick right into a whip oblivion. Gaza terrorists are making bombs out of garbage. <laughs> so pleasant about that day even your emotions had an echo in so much space ah, ooh, ever since I was little ever since I was little it looked like fun no coincidence I fall He doesn't want you to watch Amway. It's about a girl who discovers chocolate in herself somewhere in a bedroom. A magical girl on a magical journey. Nobody fucking knows anybody named Amway. That's what makes it so magical. I had a magical journey once. I was limp as a chai com noodle. Weeping openly in my hands. That's when Roger Stone sent me some liquid mercury. Promo code Deep State. I got hard as a 
Tetris game when you're retarded. I got hard as a 911th level of Tetris when you're drunk as a shit. I got hard like you're playing Scrabble and you got a Q and without a U. It's that fucking stone hard like a goddamn diamond. For days, weeks, a bird landed on my big, hard, patriotic cock, made a home, tried to build a nest at my head. <laughs> Started my magical journey and I became, an, I was entered a world that was like a Disney cartoon. I remember when, <laughs> I remember when I lost my erection, but that's when Roger Stone sent me liquid mercury. Bone broth brought to you the vitamin B niacin. No added ingredients besides red mercury. I make it with one strand of Hillary Clinton's fucked up demon hair. To destroy the limp, the limp biscuit, you need one strand of Hillary Clinton's demon bear. For every 33 gallons of pure protein boner magic. Say what you will about that fucking bitch, but her hair can get you hard as a goddamn Tetris game when you're shit-faced drunk. Why can't the goddamn Tetris just be those straight lines and blocks I'd be fucking great at it what's with the zigzag fucking thing Deepstein made the zigzag block Mercury boner rising Fast fingers, that's how he beats the deep state. Because he doesn't have an internal monologue, and now the whole world knows his secret. He doesn't think about anything he does. It's like a constant flow state, like a goddamn rhinoceros. Who would have thought being a retard's a goddamn superpower? But in the space between the heavens and the corner of some foreign field, I had a dream. I also had a dream. The Patriots would be hard as a goddamn diamond. I had a dream. Goodbye, Max. Max Blumenthal. Goodbye, Ma. After the service... When you're walking slowly to the car And the silver in her hair Shines in the cold November air Silver, I got, I'm dying, I silver 33% off You hear the tolling bell And touch the silk in your appell As the teardrops rise To meet the comfort of the bed 
I only, my tears rise only when I think about Patriots being limp noodles. I want you to be as hard as an IRS form when you have like 33 1099s and you write off a goddamn tank of gas. You take her frail hand. My hand's not frail, it's very patriotic. And hold on to the dream, a place to stay. Enough to eat. Somewhere old heroes shuffle safely down the street. I want heroes shuffling safely down the street because they're so aroused they can barely walk. Where you can speak out loud about your doubt and fear. I doubt enough patriots get 33% with the promo code Sandy Hook. You hear the tolling bell and touch the silk in your bell. Extends is fraud. Extends is a bullshit product of liquid mercury. And as the tears... He'll sleep with an extended penis. What's done is done. We cannot just write off his final scene. And no one kills the children anymore. No one kills the boners either. If you give my promo code 33% off, Roger Waters here, Roger Stone. Meatballs commentary. <laughs> I think everybody should be clipping this episode a lot. Bone of the deep state. Deep state. Pure deep state. Patriots unaroused. All right. Final Super Chats. Don't forget to P.O. Box 490, Sam Boyd Auto, 83864. Bear for all seasons. Missed today's stream, but the fact you're still streaming is epic. Keep crushing. The streams have been epic and necessary. Can you play the killers, all these things that I've done? I can tomorrow, especially for a super chat that legit. Kyneton, definitely remind me that tomorrow. But I have to go. I've been, I'm on like my 33rd hour. Paying the gateway, salad DJ, oh in the morning. Oh in the morning. Talking about niggers. What's going on in Cleveland, Tom? <laughs> oh my God, it would take months to unpack the last 15 minutes. Had you give you more money, this is hilarious. Thank you, Sam. And you killing me. Thank you. No one clips the boners anymore. All right, guys, been a lot of fun. Make sure you support Bertari any way you can. Magazine.bertaritimes.com. Um, BertariCampgrounds.com. Let's talk about niggers in Cleveland. All right, I'll see you tomorrow, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Be fruitful, multiply. Don't be fruiting, bull guys. <laughs> <laughs>